855-616-1620. Now joined by Homer and Green and Gold Hall of Famer Mark Tauscher, here's Gabe Neitzel. if this thing is ever going to end. We're at five in a row for the Packers' losing streak as they fall to the Detroit Lions 15-9. Dallas Cowboys come at Lambeau Field next week. I'm Gabe Knight, so along with Steve, the Homer True. You can join the conversation oh, on the Botabox One line. They're going to win another game. Oh, yeah. I just don't know when. I don't either. Like, I, I, I mean, yeah. Are they going to win another game? If, if that's the question, yes, I believe they will win another game. I just don't know when that is going to be. 855-616-1620 is the Bodebox wine line to uh, join the program. But as always, here on the Green Bay Game Day postgame show presented by Island Resorts and Casino, we begin with the opening statements from the man who's in the Packers Hall of Fame. And that man is former Packer Mark Tauscher. Tausch, your opening statement. Well, boys, it's easy today. I, um, it's going to be short and sweet, so Homer, you can get ready to jabber. What did Vince Lombardi always say back in the day, besides what the hell's going on out there, which you could also add as a quote for today? Uh, but winning know. is a habit, and unfortunately so is losing. And we heard Aaron Rodgers say all week, you just got to get one, you got to win a game, and that can turn it around. You're playing a bad football team in Detroit. And you know what? They were better than you today. They outplayed us. So the Lombardi quote today, I, as the game was unfolding and Green Bay was in position to score and to get a touchdown and to do this and to make a stop, and every time they were in position, they didn't. And it reminded me a lot of the 4-12 and season that I played they didn't have a lot of really bad years. You had the really bad one in 05. And it was one of those, as you started losing and you couldn't pull yourself out, you consistently found ways to lose. That's where this team's at right now. So uh, my opening statement is simple. Winning is a habit, and unfortunately so is losing, and that's where this team's at right now. That's it. Any sort of counter, Homer? Anything you no, want to add it's, to that? It's the same every week. What's the best case scenario? They can't at this score. Point? They have the worst offense. They scored nine points against a horrific defense. There's no point to playing Aaron Rodgers. None. If he's going to play like this, there's no. Now you have to play him because you paid him. But you want to know what they play like if Jordan loves the quarterback? We saw it today. Nine points against a hor- historically horrific defense. Yeah, um, I mean, that's sure, nothing I mean, else. I, they'd still lose, yes. You wouldn't have a hope at the end of the game like you did today. No, but you, it's, it's all pointless. It's all Right, loot. there it is. I mean, I, I'm sure I, I looked it up because he's the two-time defending uh, MVP. Yep. No team has ever been this pathetic offensively. Manning, they averaged 27, 27, and, and then I'm trying to think who the other one was. Uh, it, it'll come to me in mind. I mean, but, maybe not two-time MVP, but like Rich Gannon after. Yeah, maybe they were bad. Right, but that, again, that's time. Rich Gannon. That's one time. This is two in a row, and they're now going to be averaging less than 17 points a game. You cannot yeah. win with this offense. It Nothing else matters. Nothing well, else I, matters. Yeah, I, and Homer, the defense today did – as much as you could ask for. I don't know what the final stat line was, but this offense, Detroit's offense, I was today, and I think Wilde and I both on our show were thinking all week, shootout. 
A lot of points. Green Bay, Detroit plays good offense at home. And the defense today, they got a turnover. They, they I thought, for the most part, they had some undisciplined uh, penalties. But for the most part, against a, an offense that you should shut out and shut up, they did a pretty good job. But I can't argue with you, Homer. Uh, from an offensive standpoint, uh, you refuse. I don't want to hear Matt LaFleur saying about Aaron Jones tonight. Uh, I don't want him. I don't even know what I want him to say. He could say Aaron uh, Rodgers this, lost the game because Aaron Rodgers lost. Uh, he the won't game. say that. I know. Okay, he so won't then, say that. Right. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be real curious. Will what Aaron, Aaron Rodgers, Rodgers has say, to say I lost the game? I, I, I think he's gonna say I stunk. I hope he does. I hope he takes a ton of accountability because he missed some throws today. Underthrew guys. The horrible um, decisions or execution of those decisions in the red zone and. Let's just scrap all of that. Okay, let's let's forget about the first half. Let's just look at what happened at the end of the game. You get down a position. You catch a lucky break a couple times. Williams fumbles, and it almost gets recovered by Detroit. You catch a break. Then you throw a, a throw out to, I think it was Toure, or was it uh, yeah, Lazard at the Toure. end? Toure. And he makes a great adjustment catch, and he fumbles, and Two Lions have an opportunity to pick it up and the game's over. They don't. Then you get and you have to use a timeout on fourth down. And you come back out and you should have probably got to delay a game. And that's the play that you come up with. So I think the you know, this whole idea of where this coaching staff is and the execution, this whole thing needs to be really examined in a – in a really hard and open way because offensively they don't have a clue what they're good at outside of getting the ball to Aaron Jones. And for some reason today, in a game that never got away from you, this wasn't the Buffalo Bills up 17 and you actually stuck with the run. today. What on earth were we doing? Aaron Jones, and I know he was hurt. I don't know what exactly he was hurt with, but... The idea that you weren't pounding him early in that football game and just seeing what Detroit had, this was not an Aaron Rodgers 45-50 throw game. And that's what we did, and why? I don't want to hear – I think all Packer fans are just sick of hearing about, I should have gotten the ball to Aaron Jones more. I, don't, I know none of us want to hear it anymore. So I, as a fan, the end of that game is probably more frustrating than the other part because – as poorly as you played, and Aaron Rodgers uncharacteristically with three picks, you're still in position to say, all right, we saved our season, we, we beat a bad team, and we found a way to win by one. Let's move on with our life, and hopefully this can bring us Randall Cobb back and we can do some things. Well, that didn't happen. And I, I, don't, I think the criticism is going to be strong on uh, this offense because we knew there would be growing pains. But these growing pains, they're turning into a lot. I don't know what the analogy I'm looking for is, Gabe, but it's worse than growing pains now. We are in a position where this offense just stinks. Yeah, no, they're that's bad. I think that's the easiest way to put it. They're just bad. They're a bad football team. You, you said they don't know what they do well. That's because they don't do anything well. Because... Sure, you could have run the ball more today, but A.J. Dillon Aaron Jones had 20 rushes for 59 yards. Like, okay, you can just plunge in, keep plunging into the line and get nothing. They tried to run wide that it worked, and Detroit clearly had covered that. 
That's I, what worked last week. I mean, you, you could have, yeah, you could have continued to try to pound Aaron Jones, I guess. I mean, it's all going to look the same. Like, to me, it all looks the same. Okay, you had success running the football last week with Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon. What'd that get you? 17 points. So you tried to throw it with this week with Aaron Rodgers and A.J. Dillon. Aaron Jones don't really get effective with the touches that they get. You score nine points. It's all the same. Like, it's all the same. The offense is just straight up bad. They're 0 for 4 in the red zone today. That's the difference. They actually were able to move the football at different times today, but they can't cash it in because Aaron Rodgers, whether or not it's the thumb, I don't know. It doesn't matter because he's out there. I don't know if the thumb's bothering him, and that's why those two, the first two interceptions were so terribly, you know, like the first one, he just threw it off a dude's helmet. No idea what that was. And the second one, like Bakhtiari is wide open. You just got to, like, put air underneath it and lob it to the back corner where he's standing. Instead, he underthrew it. But, like, you know how hard it is to underthrow a ball by 10 yards when you're at the five? Like, it seems incredibly hard. So, again, I don't know if that's the thumb that's, that continues to bother him and plague him. Yeah, and he grabbed it a couple of times. But, again, if you're out there, the, he, he keeps saying it. The standard is the standard. So, if you're out there, yeah. the standard is four-time MVP Aaron Rodgers, and he did not live up to that today. Uh, no. No, he didn't. And I think... You know, I know Homer wants to say, well, Jordan, Aaron Rodgers is going to be out there. As long as he's healthy, he's going to be out there. The oh, I under agree with throws that. today. The point is, there's yeah, no, the you're not getting any benefit. Today, you're seeing some, uh, just, this isn't, uh, you know, Aaron, I thought today was spry running the football. I actually prize picked that and it actually hit, but a little irritated on the Aaron oh, Jones and the bread side of it. I thought the Brett Favre fake was going to do it, was going to win the game for him. It was really, yeah. That I mean, was spectacular. Yeah, that was awesome. That was cool. Again, there are cool things that happen, but it just it, it ultimately doesn't matter. It's a bad team and nine points yeah. against a team giving up thirty a game. All right, before we get to the Boda Box White Line, eight five five six one six one six twenty. I can't I can tell you what's yeah, gonna he's, happen. He's, he's no, right Phil's going down. He was at seven. Paul, he's dropping down. He's I going below say, seven. Paul, yeah, Paul's Paul's, Paul's going to six. seven seems Really optimistic. I know. No, he's he's down to six, guaranteed. Um, oh my what? God. So before we get to the callers, I want to ask you this, and we'll go around and, and answer it before again we get to the eight five five six one six one six twenty in the Boda Box wine line. What's the best case scenario the rest of the way? Sitting here at three right. and six, or we're over halfway done. We've got eight games left in the season. Best case scenario. Homer? All right, I'll jump uh, in. Eight nine. Uh, what are they? Three and six. Three and yeah. six. I go eight at nine. Philly. I, the best case scenario, Gabe, is you find a way to beat the Philadelphia Eagles. I I can't even drum it up. No, I can't come up with it. You have two home games in the next ten days, uh, ten or eleven days, right? You got the Cowboys Sunday and then the Titans, the and you, you hopefully can kind of regroup, but. I don't know what we're hanging our hat on. Like, normally I can find positives and say, okay, I, I, I think this defense took a little bit of a step today. They limited, they didn't get run all over. And Detroit has a really good front, offensive line-wise. Yep. Good tailback, so that I'll take that. But just so much undisciplined. And the problem is, you're asking these guys to be the 85 Bears with the offensive execution that you're getting. You need these guys to be the 00 Ravens, 01 Ravens. They're not that. They can be a good, solid unit. They're not as great as we hoped and needed them to be. So 
I have no optimism as far as can this team be a playoff team? How can you sit? How can I sit here and say that with a straight face? You can't. I can't. Nope. Again, my, my only hope. I and, didn't and even think that was an option. My no, it's not. Uh, my hope going into the trade deadline wasn't even playoffs at that point. My hope was, okay, maybe you trade for a young wide receiver that gives you a little bit of a spark. Maybe you win this game, maybe you don't. doesn't matter to me. You, you find something where you start playing well down the stretch. I think of Mike McCarthy's first year in 2006, Tausch, where you guys were 4-8. and eight. You won the last four to get to 8-8. Eight and eight. Found some the young thing, you know. Found some good things with some younger guys. Greg Jennings takes a step the next year. You end up, you guys go thirteen and three in in two thousand seven. So that that to me was my best case scenario. They didn't do anything at the trade deadline, and I'm sure we can get into that because plenty of reports out there earlier today about they tried to do this, they tried to do that. Ultimately, they didn't get up any. They didn't get anybody, so it doesn't matter. But you know, that was my hope was that okay, maybe you find something, you discover that identity, and it gives you some momentum heading into. 2023, but I, I don't even know if you can find that anymore at this point. 855-616-1620 is the Box wine line. That's where we find Paul in Madison. Paul, you're on the Green Bay Game Day postgame show. Oh, good afternoon, Gabe. So, a month ago, roughly, I said to you guys, this team was broken. And this season was basically going to head down, down the chute. Three weeks ago, I started talking about 7-10. and 10. Frankly, that seems optimistic right now. I would agree. Um, I would simply say that I'm going to get to what I've been saying all along. When you look at the league now, it's entirely possible the Packers are going to end up something like, you know, 5-12. and 12. They may be in the top five, top six draft choices. I think the only discussion worth, the only discussion worth having has two parts right now. And none of them have to do with the rest of this season other than, you know, how do you scout and see who's good and who's not. By the way, Jair Alexander is celebrating like he won the Super Bowl when they're down 8 nothing yeah. after his interception. Did not, did not go well with me. That's an, 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 an example. He's probably the best player on the team. But it's still an example of how undisciplined this team is, and that reflects on the coach. So the two parts of the discussion are where and how are we getting the next quarterback? It's not going to be Jordan Love, and it's not going to be Aaron Rodgers because he won't play another season. That, that, that much is becoming more clear every day. So maybe I, I'm not a draft expert. Maybe that person is in this coming draft, or maybe they're better off throwing a season away, frankly, with Love or whatever or some veteran and going 4-13 and 13 or 5-12 and 12 again and then going for the quarterback the year after. I don't know. This is, this is new territory, needless to say. Gutekunst study had we got real smart with Jordan Love, and that didn't work out. And the second part of the discussion is the other obvious one. Is this guy, Mr. Matt LaFleur, the coach of the future for the Green Bay Packers? I am seeing a team that is falling apart at the seams. And if that doesn't reflect, it's not only play calling, it's discipline. It's on-field discussions. It is, yeah, some of it is good Gutekunst's responsibility, absolutely, because we don't have the players. But I, I see it, you know, they can't, the Green Bay Packers, the team that won 13 games three years in a row, are handed those two breaks against the, one of the worst defenses, if not the worst defense in the National Football League, with a chance to win the game in the last minute, and that's what we got. You're absolutely right, Homer. That's the plays we got. So I think there are only, there are only two things worth talking about, and I've been saying it for a month. Where's the next quarterback coming from? When does that happen? Who is this the right coach? If not, 
when does that start happening? And maybe that means a total overhaul with Gutekunst as well. This team is broken. It is falling apart before our very eyes. They may very well take worst-case scenario. Worst-case scenario may be 4-13 and 13 or 5-12, and 12, because I'm not sure if you can't beat the Lions, who can you beat? Who can you beat? You know, Bears are pretty competitive. They almost won that game today against Miami, which is a good football team. I don't know if they're going to beat the Bears. Well, if you, if you can't score 17 points, you can lose to everyone. Yeah. Everybody. Everybody. Yeah. They have and, to score more points. What they've done, based on what they've done against two New York teams, you know, both of whom turned out to be pretty good. Jets won a big game today. The Washington Commanders, who are okay. All right. They're okay. The Bills, obviously, one of the best teams in the league. But a, t- but a bad team today. I mean, there's no proof to me that they can win anymore. And given that, teams spiral out of control. We've seen it a couple of times in Green Bay, not only only once or twice. But when it happens, it happens. Yeah. And I think I think that those are the things worth talking about. Where's the quarterback coming from? Forget this guy. He's done. He's done. It ain't ever happening again. Whether what should have happened, whether they should have unloaded him or gotten you know split ties with him a year or two ago, I don't know. But the bottom line is, it's done. And now the question is, is Lafleur the guy? I don't see much proof of it, but yeah. I mean, again, we appreciate the call, Paul. We pre- we've got other callers we need to get to. Um, you, you've repeated that point a couple of times. So but has yes. he gone below seven and ten? So now uh, he six? said seven. He said seven and ten was optimistic. Is oh, what okay. he said. Um, yeah. Kind of going back to what he Homer, had said. Homer, is last it? Week. Homer, is it? I think we should pull this. Well, I don't know. I don't. It's not going to happen. But do you think? Moving forward this season, do you know what you have with Jordan? I guess, uh, do you make the move? I don't think so. We're I'm going to vote. Close. You keep Aaron Rodgers and you ride this thing out. But what do you think fans think? Oh, they, they would replace well, and, but yeah. Jordan Love. But there's no reason to play right. And the other thing, when you start talking about the future of the Green Bay Packers, like I have no idea if Aaron wants to play or not. If he does, does he want to play here? But it's all it, the ball is 100% in Aaron's court. So you yep. can decide you don't want him back. It doesn't matter the contract you signed him to. You know, if he wants to play, he's pretty much going to play for you. If he doesn't want to play here, then you try to make some sort of trade. But th- whatever you decide to do, there's going to be a transition year. Because let's say you can trade Rodgers next year or he retires. There's still dead cap money associated with him. If you do that, you're probably parting ways with David Bakhtiari, yep. who didn't play yeah, most of the second half. Yeah, but you're sticking with Jordan Love. Yeah, yeah Jordan Love yep. will be on a rookie deal yet. Yep. But you're yeah. going to be looking at probably $60 million worth of dead cap money between Rodgers, Jones, and Bakhtiari. Yeah. Yeah, I, the reason I bring this up is because one of the most popular, biggest national Packer fans, Lil Wayne, RIP to the season. We should have gotten rid of 12 before the season started. Oof. Yeah. Oh, in retrospect, I'm I'm sure he's not alone in thinking that that maybe it was time no, to move on from Aaron Rodgers. I, yeah, and I still never I in a million that. years would do that. Uh, you you would? No, I don't think that. Uh, I mean, no, I, I don't either. Um, but I no, I'm I, I'm always going I, to ta- I'm always going to roll the dice with Aaron Rodgers. The problem is they expected way too much of Aaron Rodgers. With this offense and the weapons that he has. That's correct, yeah. They they figured that yeah. Aaron Rodgers has done such a great job of kind of covering up for some of their shortcomings offensively in the past, and he would continue to be able to do so. But given what they have, even Aaron Rodgers can't make up for the lack of explosiveness that they have on offense. To me, it's, it's that simple. Yeah, he, so, needed, he needed Devontae Adams. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a limit to how good Aaron Rodgers can be. Yeah. There's a, there's a limit to how great anybody can be when you have this type of – and then you add the injuries all on but top I, of it. Yeah, but the other part is I didn't even think he could be this bad. I never thought he yeah, could be he able with an offense. Today. Yeah, today no, he played but I mean, poorly. over the course, they've played, they've played nine games. They're averaging yeah. 17 points a game. That's less now. It's got to be. It's right, right around there. And it's so you're yeah. talking about, did you think it would be possible? You put 10 people on the field with Aaron Rodgers. Did you think the offense could be this bad? No. No. Nope. Nope. <laughs> and this wasn't an O-line game today. Nope. I mean, because we've always, it feels like there's been excuses and a lot of, well, what about this? And what about this? Well, no, Devontae. Well, Devontae ain't there. He ain't been there. We knew that. Okay. You have Aaron Jones. The O-line today was fine. I don't know how many quarterback sacks he took, but he had all kinds of time. He extended plays. He was able to do what he wanted to do today. Yeah, one sack. It just, he didn't have it. He didn't have it today. One sack, five quarterback hits for the uh, Detroit Lions. 40 some odd throws? Uh, 43 throws, yeah. 43 dropbacks, one sack, two hits, or excuse me, five hits. That's a pretty clean day. That's a pretty clean Without day. Without d for most of the second half. Uh, yeah, and Zach Tom stepped yeah, in and did take fine. That. Zach Tom did fine when he yeah. was in there. 855-616-1620. We'll get to you on the Box wide line as we continue the Green Bay Game Day postgame show next on the Soja Trio Radio Network. More of Green Bay Game Day postgame coming up next. Presented by Island Resort and Casino and sponsored by Bud Light. Brewed with four simple ingredients for the highest quality taste on the Tundra Trio Radio Network. You're listening to Green Bay Game Day Postgame with Gabe, Homer, and Tausch. Presented by Island Resort and Casino and sponsored by Bud Light, America's favorite light lager since 1982 on the Tundra Trio Radio Network. Third and long, Rodgers floats one for Lazard. He's got it! Still on his feet. Lazard makes a move, diving for the end zone. He is going to be for a signal? (laughs) There's no signal. Still have not seen a signal. Lazard thinks he's in. The ruling on the field is that the runner was down prior to crossing the goal line. The Green Bay's ball on the one-yard line. Well, there we go. Nonetheless, a huge gain. Packers fall to the Detroit Lions 15-9. It's the Green Bay Game Day postgame show. Butterbox wine line is 855-616-1620. If you have something to say about the Green Bay football game, you can call that number I just gave you. It's the Butterbox wine line. Butterbox, this is how we voted. Please drink responsibly. Must be 21 or older. Butterbox Vineyards, Manteca, California. Hey, Gabe. Yep. Uh, Why is Sammy Watkins still taking a ton of reps? Well. And why are we... Going to him on fourth down when the game's on the line? That, I mean, tremendous questions. Um, they didn't listen to you I, and they should have? I didn't see him in the game much Let's early. see Torrey. Get him out there. I know Dobbs got hurt. And, yeah. But it, it, it's uh, like, all right, Sammy Watkins, it, it's, t- I mean, what else do you need? I mean, so Sammy. Tausch, you were right last week. Yeah. So <laughs> here's what we had on Sammy today. We had him run a slant when Rodgers thought he was going to run a fade on the goal line. Uh, we had him, uh, I mean, it was a low throw, but it hit him in the hands, couldn't hold on to the little slants. Um, What's about a first down, anyways? What's about a first down, anyways? Uh, and then clearly not on the same page as Aaron Rodgers on the final play. No. 
I think that no. pretty much wraps right. up the day for I do for want to Sammy ask Watkins. both of you, because it sounds like complaining when your team is bad, they don't call pass interference anymore. Guys, even when the, the two passes were caught like Lazard, I thought there was incredible pass interference late in the game. I think guys are just grabbing. Am I the only one watching that? Uh, no, but th- they've been allowing a lot more of that, which, I, which I'm guessing I'm okay with. And okay. maybe that's a big reason why they went down through it during the game. Scoring's down across the league this year. Lowest yeah, numbers they've why, had uh, since 20, 2017. Yeah, you know who doesn't complain a ton about that? Devontae Adams, J.J., Hopkins. So, yeah, I mean, there is grabbing. There's always going to be grabbing. I. Yeah. I would much rather see it. You need to fight through the hands because there's plenty of stuff from the offensive. This was not. There was a couple of plays today that you could say, yeah, you, you could have called probably a PI one or two, but this was just the game of or contact I can't beyond. What's the rule? Five yards. Five yards. What is that? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Not oh, really then you enforced. call the OPIs. Okay. You did call a couple OPIs that. Yeah, that's just rocky. Inex- stupid. Yeah, that's inexperience and in not knowing how to sell. You know, you can't go up there and two hand block. You got to yeah. rub and like accidentally throw a shoulder like you're trying to rip through a route. Right. How hard that's is that stuff? Well, that's coaching. I know, but you and know, I know what to do, and I'm not win. at that level. But you know what the play is. You don't block until yeah, the person catches the ball, or you just yeah, it, it's, that, that's pretty basic, it, isn't it? It is, but right. uh, again, that's where you put. That's where Sammy Watkins, a veteran player, needs to be out there, and not Samari Toure. Or you know, let Samari Toure run that slant route. Let old boy go in there and block. Let Alan Lazard get out there and block on that. He knows what he's doing on those things. Uh, it's just a mishmash of completely uncomplimentary football, and it's being played at a really low level. That's I guess I how I would describe. For Mercedes Lewis, it's gotten to that. I think it's one of their oh, best or Josiah Deguara. Yeah, you know, Darren Waller. I don't mind seeing more passes to Darren Waller. I know we were in on that conversation. Yeah, I mean, again, going. I, go ahead, go I, ahead, Gabe. Well, go it ahead. just doesn't make any sense. Like, I don't care if you tried. Cool, you tried to get someone at the end of the day. And look, I am. Like, personally, I am a very process-based person where I think if you have the right processes, then you're going to be able to get those things that you want coming down the line in the future. But at the end of the day, especially in the NFL, it's about results, man. It's about going out there and actually getting someone. So if I have to hear one more guy from the national side clearly trying to spin something that somebody from a Goody camp gave him, oh, we, we tried to get this guy, we tried. No, man, at the end of the day, your job is to either get the player or not get the player. And just because you tried to get the player but didn't get him, Guess what? Your end results are still the same as, as the guy that you're trying to pretend that you're not, even though we all know that you are, and that's Ted Thompson. Yeah, you signed the four guys right away when you started. Haven't done much since. All right? like So I, I don't want to hear any more, oh, we, well, we almost won. Well, the Packers well, almost Gabe, won today. Yeah, you're, so you, but your complaint is really on the media, not, not on Goody. Well, no, because they're going to put it out there because, they, you know, they're... But they seem to put it out more about the Packers than anybody else. Well, part of that is because the Packers don't do anything. It's correct. Yes. Well, I, I, I mean, Adam Schefter, I've said for years that he's the voice of the NFL. They feed him stuff. But why he did this, I'll never know. It was him. It was Rappaport. It was a couple different guys. Yeah, but, Rapp- but 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 Scheffler doesn't normally do this. I don't. Oh, think. The, the full like. I mean, yeah, it was we went a after long all- story. Right. Yeah. Why why would you do that? There's no point to do that unless you're writing that story for someone. Again, that's he, and there's only one person you write it for. Brian Goodkins. Yes. 
So, or he gets it from I, the I just, league or whatever. There's, it's idiotic hey boys, do to do want, that. Uh, do you want Matt LaFleur to be concerned? Because I've pulled up Rob Domofsky. He's at the press conference. And Matt LaFleur says, I would be concerned if I saw guys not competing. You don't coach effort. I want Matt LaFleur to be concerned. Don't you think we should be concerned? Well, at this point, I think we should be panicked. We should have been concerned, I don't know, about a month ago. Panicked, but if he's ago. not concerned about the effort, you know what that means, he's saying. They're no good. You're right. That yeah. There's no talent. That's yeah. right. That the only thing we can actually do is show effort, and the effort right. is there. I mean, what can I do? 17.1 points per game. And actually nine less weeks. because lowest. Yeah. You have the money. The you, you got the touchdown in '92. Yeah, before uh, before Favre and Man, this is unprecedented territory, boys. Eight five five six one six one six twenty. That's where we go and find Sugar Free, who I'm sure is at this point oh, come sure. down. Is he come down from his ten victory oh, season for picketing. the Packers? He's still picking. Oh yeah, up that's at right, Lambeau. Sugar. You're supposed to be. Were you picketing up at Lambeau Field? You said you would be if they didn't make a move. Yes, I. Yes, yes, yes. Wednesday and Thursday, two hours each day. <laughs> In front of Crolls uh, on the sidewalk of Lambeau and, uh, and by the atrium, right there, that sidewalk. I wish to thank so, uh, yeah, Sugar Free yeah. because I was considering a wager of this game on the Packers. There's no way they can't beat this yes. team. And he said, yes. eh, I don't think so. And then I asked Tony Speed, they said, eh, and then Jason Wilde. And I, I saved a significant amount of money because of you and others. Thank you both, all of you. Yeah, tell them tell them how much you were going to totally no, there's no bet need on that to know. game. There's no, yes, there's no, you no. I was going to bet ten bucks. Okay, I've never bet ten Homer, bucks on a game. Okay, sugar, bet sugar, get to your point. We get to your point. Yes. Hey, Homer, that's almost as stupid as the yeah. Paul, hey, wait a minute here. Wait, guys. Paul gets like ten minutes every time. Give me. At least three no, minutes. You've been wrong okay? every time. Paul's been right every Why time. All right, you Shug, Why am Shug, I wrong? Why Shug, am I you wrong? got two minutes. Let's Shug, two minutes. Let's hear you. What do you got? Oh God. Okay. So Paul is out of his mind. Rogers is a back to back MVP. He's his thumb is hurt. He has no one to throw to. Um, so that's number one. He's out of his mind. Yes, Paul is correct that the season is garbage. Okay, I'll give him that for once. And how many years has he been calling in and he's been wrong? Okay, so and number two, number two is is the Waller deal. Who wanted a three-year, fifty-one million dollar guy that couldn't stand the field, that's overrated, and they are going after him instead of Hawkinson, who had nine catches today for the Minnesota Vikings. He stepped right in there. And did what we needed. Okay, now, now I'm going to tell you this game. Lots of holding. You all go back and watch this game. Look at Detroit secondary. They're the garbage worst secondary, and they were holding uh, beyond five yards. That is a penalty. That is a penalty. I'm going to tell you the last play. He was held. He was a hundred percent held. So you guys go back and look at it. That was a penalty. They kept their flags in their freaking pockets most of the day for the Packers. It was it was disgusting. So, and another thing is that the you know the Packers stay the floor. He gets on and just takes no accountability for himself. His game plan, yeah, like we were just we were yelling for for Aaron Jones to get in there early in the game, right? No, it was more Dylan than Aaron Jones. It was his 
play calling. And, and Aaron Rodgers led them down. Yes, he threw picks. But he did gain a lot of yards by going down the field to garbage receivers. But again, the, the, the um, going down, you know, going down the field, sugar, going down the field and getting all those yards and not putting the ball in the end zone is the exact same thing as saying that you tried to get these guys at the dead spot. Okay. Okay. You tried, okay. first and but goal at the end of the, the day, one. you didn't score. First and goal either, either at the you one. You score or you Tell don't. Me why Dylan? Hold on here. Tell me why Dylan couldn't get into the uh, uh, end zone two times. Two times he couldn't get in the end zone. So don't don't just blame it on Aaron Rodgers. And Lazan could, could have, you know, basically hit that pylon and we could have had a touchdown. So mm. I'm going to tell you, we're not moving on with from Aaron Rodgers. These people are crazier than nuts. Hey, Shook. Week, Shook. Yes. Quick question, because uh, you got your two minutes. Where do you see – what's the optimistic viewpoint you could have for the rest of this season? That we go 9-8. and eight. And we make the playoffs. Okay. All right. Well, I hope I hope you're right, Shug. Yeah, I, I hope it's gonna cut down know. your time. But in ho- a few hey, weeks. Shug, Shug, how much confidence do you have that I'm that can actually it. happen after you watch today? This was garbage. This was what, what, yeah. how optimistic. Oh, you can make uh, big no, money to the Packers to make the, the playoffs now. Hey, did we even talk about the injuries? How many injuries no. did we have? Yeah, maybe maybe it's Shug, a lot optimistic. Lots. Shook, how optimistic yes. can you be that they can go nine and eight? No, not 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 good because okay. our GM could not pull a trigger on a tight end that we need desperately, yep. desperately needed. Yep. A top okay. pick. We we yep, we appreciate the call. We and, and uh, you this know is, what? This Gabe? is how you know things are bad when Shug's going negative yeah, I was and just doesn't believe say. that they're they're gonna make when, the playoffs. When Shug I I've come on here now the last three weeks. And it's been really, really difficult to try and find an optimistic way forward when this offense and the run defense has struggled the way it has. It's just it's a bad combination. Well, today the run defense was better. As far as penalties go that Suge mentioned, 8 for 81 for Green Bay, 7 for 62 for Detroit. So it was Detroit holding. It was great. Yeah, you could say all. But the penalty, it wasn't like some monster discrepancy. Of penalties. Well, and, and, and I guess for Shug, on that last play, to Tausch, say, can I just throw this in here? Yep. For on that last play, I guess if if there was a hold, I'd be more upset if you know the receivers and the quarterback were on the same page. Like if the if the pass had any chance at being complete. So if I'm an official right. and I see the ball go where it ended up and see where Sammy Watkins was, yeah, I think like, he, no, I thought that, he that's just an threw it for a pass. penalty. He yeah. just threw it to try to get a penalty call. I think he does that. Uh, uh, somewhere between desperate. a third and a half. It's like, all right, uh, the guy's being held, and this will, sure. if I throw it, they'll, they'll call it. Yeah, I, I, I guess I'd just be upset, yeah, if, if the pass actually had any chance of being complete. But it just seemed like they weren't on the same page. But, yeah, maybe maybe that was the case. Um, mm. 855-616-1620. We've lost Shug, guys. Yeah. Guys, we, we, we understand. Have. Shug, his optimism has always been, uh, you know, just the kind of that ray. And the Green Bay Packers have lost – Optimism for Shug. That's tough. That's tough to hear Shug lose all of his optimism. We'll get to one more call before we get to the break. We go to Irv in Milwaukee. Irv, you're on the Green Bay Game Day post game show. Hey man, listen, we're I I I can't. I, I've been spoiled for these years, man. I don't even know how to accept this or come to terms with it. But uh, I think, and I've said this over and over again, the problem we have is that we don't have a legitimate owner, and heads are not going to roll tomorrow. Um, as long as you uh, 
I think this team is about revenue and filling the seats, and we have that stability because we have a season ticket list that's uh, for people waiting that longer than you know people probably out. Uh, hold on, hold on. Here. It's not uh, why they're not going to do anything. If they don't do anything, it's because they've had success. The they've won thirty nine yeah, games the last three they... years. Nobody had ever done yeah, that before in the history of the NFL. You have a bad year after that, and you don't do something. It isn't because you got a bad owner or need an owner. Yeah, but I think as long as they put they put a competitive team on the uh, field, that's what they hope for and hope to um, strike lightning in the so, bottle like they did in 2010. Who, who do you want to no see get fired? Have, um, better this offense. Irv, who, huh? whose head would you – you said, you know, they're not gonna, heads aren't going to roll tomorrow. Say, so who? if you want me to be optimistic, I'm, I'm really tired of the Shanahan tree. I think LaFleur has been – his success has been based on the fact that Aaron Rodgers was so good. I think we've seen a decline, you know, uh, in this play a little bit, especially with that first pass where he got tipped. But if you want to be optimistic, I like Sugar Shug's um, uh, quote, 9-8. But the only way you do that is you fire Joe Barry tomorrow. You either get uh, uh, Fangio or uh, Zimmer in here to out-scheme every team we play from now on and light a spark on this team. Our defense should have been able to beat this team uh, today, hands down. But we have a subpar coordinator who was nothing when we got him, but he was part of the cronyism of Oh, I got to hire somebody from the Shanahan tree because, you know, they brought me up, and that's why we're failing. All right. We appreciate the call, Irv. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. I, I can't. Yeah, you what do. Irv's that's saying. wrong. They can't score points. No. The defense is no, no, good no. enough. The defense has been good enough for them to be today, six and three. Yeah. It's one thing if you want to say uh, the defense after maybe the first half against Buffalo last week, the defense sets you up. Inside the, what, 25-yard line on Jair's pick, they limited what it, Green Bay turned it over three times, twice inside the 10. And it, I don't know what you're going to blame Joe Barry on that for. And the run defense was better today against the team. That's pretty good. So I, I don't think, I you know, we talked this week, if it was a shootout and Joe Barry's defense gave up 35, we got beat 35-31. Yeah, okay. Right now, if you do that, you're not re- – I mean, that actually I think would have the opposite effect of what you're looking yeah. for. Even though Wilde kind of reported this – I don't want to say reported because he gets real sensitive when I say that. But he was kind of mentioning that it wasn't a mutiny on defense, but it wasn't a gulch. It's somewhere in between a gulch and a mutiny. But, you know, I figured out he players- had it wrong. He didn't have it right. Who did? You know what? He didn't have his mutiny right. You know what the mutiny is? The defense is pissed at the offense because it doesn't matter what they do, they can't win. I think. I think. I think that Jason needs to go back and find out what those defensive players are complaining okay. about. What would you be complaining yeah. about if you were on that defense? Joe so Barry on the all, offense. I mean, if I'm on defense, we got Aaron yeah. Rodgers and we can't score yeah. any points. Yeah. Yeah. If if I'm on defense, yeah, I, I am incredibly frustrated that I'm taking all the shrapnel for an offense that's been the worst we've had in Green Bay since 1992. Yes! With the two-time defending MVP. Yeah, it's unprecedented. 616-1620 of the Box Wild Line. We go back to you, the fans, to react after the Packers' 15-9 loss to the Lions in Detroit as the losing streak has now reached five games. That's next in the Green Bay Game Day postgame show. Back after this with more Green Bay game day postgame on the Tundra Trio Radio Network. Presented by Island Resort and Casino. And sponsored by Bud Light. Four simple high-quality ingredients. Barley, rice, hops, and water. 
Welcome back to Green Bay Game Day Postgame on the Tundra Trio Radio Network, presented by Island Resort and Casino with Gabe, Homer, and Tausch. Long drive, play number 13. Fake, Rodgers, ball is tipped in the air, it is picked off! That was a fight for the ball, looked like the Lions had it with Kirby Joseph, and he does! Ball was deflected, and Joseph, the rookie, has the interception, his first as a pro. The Box wine line is not just for calls, but we also do have some text messages to get to here on the Green Bay Game Day post-game show. One of the three Aaron Rodgers interceptions has heard on Fox. I'm Gabe Nod, so along with Steve the Homer True and the Packers Hall of Famer Mark Tauscher. Like this text we have from Matt in Howard's Grove. As far as the Packers go, I think it's going to almost be every man for themselves. They all need to take into consideration their future employment. If I'm the floor, I'm benching Rodgers to make a statement. Go ahead, disagree with me. You can't bleep me off any more than I already am. Mm. I'll say this. Uh, I kind of referred back to that 2005 season, and I'm getting that vibe. Uh, you know, they could still – I believe they were 4-6 and six when Rodgers said, we're going to run the table, and they did. Went 10-6 and six and ended up getting to the NFC Championship game. I don't get that vibe. Don't be mean. I thought team. you said they were going to run the table again, only the other way. No. Run the table in reverse? Uh, well, yes. I'm not going to go there, but, Gabe, you bring up a good point. Uh, our tweet, our texter – brings up a good point to think about. And I just remember, we're struggling, we stink, and we get on the plane on the way home from Baltimore. We play a Monday night game at the end of the year. Kyle Bowler. I actually thought I tackled Deion Sanders in that game, which I was super excited about. I don't think I ended up doing it, but I was in the vicinity. And (laughs) Deion was was his last game or two. So I was pretty excited because there was one. I think Farvey threw a pick to Dion or Rogers did, and and I just remember getting on that plane, and all of the coaches. It's a Monday night game, and we're coming back. And all of the coaches, you just got the sense that they were all kind of milling around trying to figure out what their next step was going to be. The players were all kind of figuring out. All right, I think we had one game left, maybe two. So the playoffs were already done, though, and. You get that vibe of everybody for themselves, which is what every team fights against because we're all selfish by nature. Everybody wants individual success. The great teams figure out ways to break those barriers down and to get teams to play together. When you start losing and losing, especially when you have high expectations and you want guys that want to get paid and you have all of these other things – it is so that's when you need that strong leadership to step up and i'm not seeing that right now with this group uh we have uh we have a quote from Aaron from Aaron Rodgers i played like s but i didn't give up all right it's the new standard that's accountable yeah. That's better. I didn't give up, I guess, is is the new standard in Green Bay. 855-616-1620. Sean in Sun Prairie. Sean, you're on the Green Bay Game Day postgame show presented by Island Resort and Casino. Hey, guys. How's it going? Not great. Worse. No. I got a question for Tausch, actually. Um, whose job is it on the team to make sure everyone is strengthened to the point of, you know, eight injuries in one game? Is the athletic trainer – responsible for that is that the conditioning coach i mean who does that fall on how do we get eight injuries of very key players and i know there's some freak accidents but 
Um, like, how are we so depleted? I mean, we saw Gary go out today. We had uh, Devondre Campbell last week, and, and we're just falling like flies. What's going on? And whose job is it on the team? Yeah, it, it's a, as you probably won't be surprised, it's a combined team effort. Um, you can say when it's good and when it's bad. It's the athletic training staff along with the strength and conditioning staff, and then obviously the players themselves. And then the coaches have to monitor workload and everything else like that. And this is a complete anomaly. You don't see what happened today where uh, Fox put up the list of players that were injured or hurt, and it was a full screen, seven, eight players. So today was an anomaly, but I think the Christian Watson thing, and I mentioned this on Thursday or Friday, I know we all want him to be out there. And it's great. He's, He's an exciting young player if he can ever stay. He hasn't been able to finish a game that I can think of. We put him back out there after a concussion. I I really felt like we should slow our roll, give him a week, don't put him back out there. I just – because I love some of the trainers on that staff. They were there when I was there. They are fantastic human beings. And what I don't want to do is what we saw in Miami where you – where do you think that piles down to when somebody else gets hurt again? It goes down to those cats. So I was leery of Christian Watson playing. He takes another shot today. It just That's the one. The other injuries, whether it's Dobbs' ankle or Rashawn Gary's knee, those things, unfortunately, they happen. I hope that with okay. moving forward with Christian Watson, they're, very, they're smart with what they're doing. And then one other thing I have for you, Tausch, is the Aaron Rodgers era in Green Bay over. Uh, no. Not as we sit here right now. Okay. I think the they're going to give okay. him opportunities to turn it around, but the window for this season, you know, you just don't know how much longer he's going to play. If you think Aaron right. Rodgers finishes this season, decides to play again next year, and they go pick up a legit one, you don't think people are going to be excited that this offense can turn it around? I still will be, and I could be blind. I could be completely, you know, just being a homer on that. But I still believe, even though Aaron was not good today, I still think with uh, you know, with some tweaks, he is still a high-level quarterback. But I can't sit here like I used to and be the – I can't believe you're saying that about Aaron Rodgers because we have nine games, and as Homer has pointed out all show, this offense has been bad for the most – for the vast majority of the season, and they're scoring 17 points a game. Yep. Yep. And they got yeah, nine they, they against a team that had been given up 30 a game. Yeah, that's bad. That's yeah. not good. And if, if, oh. if, they, if, oh. if they fall far enough in the draft, it'll be interesting to see if they go for a QB1 or an WR1. So We'll have time to talk um, about that. Certainly will. And again, a lot of that depends guys. upon if Aaron Rodgers, appreciate the call, Sean, if Aaron Rodgers decides to stick around. Because it's it's it, the ball's in Aaron's court about whether or not he yeah, wants to play. Let me tell you, Gabe. Uh, I thought if he won a Super Bowl, he'd walk. Yep. You, you got. I mean, we know Aaron. I mean, I know Aaron well enough to know he is. He ain't going out if this season keeps spiraling the way it is. And with fifty mil sitting there, and with all the other stuff, and Green Bay can't really do anything. You know, as far as yeah, if they if want to move retires, on, that basically means he's given up. And he just told us today he, uh, he cried that he didn't give I, up. I am more, I guess, steadfast in the fact that as this season continues to unfold in this way, he ain't retiring. Can you he imagine? You think he's going out limping no. out? No. Going no. out 
five and twelve. I want to ask both happening. of you: How mad do you think he really is now? I've never seen him react the way he did on a couple of missed throws. Yep, that was psychotic, Aaron. Today, when he was the, Fox, did a great job of zooming in, and it was nobody but himself on the throw that he underthrew that the safety made that. To Torre, yep, that was all. He ain't. There was no pressure Has in his he face. He lost confidence he had for the most first time in his life. I don't think you're ever going to waver his confidence, right. but you can when you start not executing. Yeah, then you do wonder if doubt starts creeping in. I don't think he still won it pretty good in that fourth quarter. I do think you're going to hear more about that thumb because what else is there? It, your skills don't drop off a cliff and have as many underthrows as he did today unless there's something wrong. This isn't like another season and he's got leg injuries and everything else because quarterbacks will always tell you, it ain't your arm that goes, it's your legs that go. His legs look pretty good His today. legs look pretty good. They look damn good today, Tausch. Yeah. Probably the best we've seen yeah, all they season. Looked, mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think he's, his frustration level is boiled. And we saw that today because he normally is kind of the side-eye roll, the, you know, the shrug, the, you know, the irritated, the eyes pierce you. This was, I am ready to bubble over. The pot is tipping, and it is spilling into your oven and you're getting all of that smoke. Do you think he apologized to the happen. team after the game? Rodgers? Uh, yeah. No. No? I don't. Okay. I do think you'll hear uh, a, t- a players only or some type of an offensive meeting. And I think Aaron, just in listen, just in seeing the quotes that he gave the, the media after the game, he knows he was bad today. And I don't think he's, he's not going to pin anything on scheme or anything else. It is... Josh Allen, after they lost to the Jets today, he said, I played blanky. That's what Aaron Rodgers said. And yep. I like the fact that he is doing that because that's been a criticism that a lot of folks, media and fans, have said, why isn't he taking this on himself? Why is it the receivers dropped a bunch and I made a couple of skosh? I was a skosh off. Well, let me tell you something. It was a lot of skoshes. This afternoon. It's going to be a lot of scotch for him after the game, too. That's for sure. Uh, 855-616-1620. That is the number for the Motobox Wine Line. We get back to you and your calls in two minutes here on the Green Bay Game Day postgame show. More of Green Bay Game Day postgame coming up next. Presented by Island Resort and Casino. And sponsored by Bud Light. Brewed with four simple ingredients for the highest quality taste. On the Tundra Trio Radio Network. The Island Resort and Casino has everything you need WTMJ, W277-CV, and WKTI-HD2 Milwaukee. From the Annex Wealth Management Studios, this is News Radio WTMJ, a good karma brand station. Rogers comes back the other way. It's intercepted. He was looking for Bakhtiari, but Aiden Hutchinson, the first-round draft pick, has a pick. They kept kind of Pumping that up as a great play by Hutchinson, and, and sure he he faded back, but Bakhtiari was open. Just bad throw. Get him, get him the football, and it's no issues. It's the Green Bay Game Day post game show. I'm Gabe Knight, so along with Packers Hall of Famer Mark Tauscher and Steve the Homer True. Time to do a quick little injury recap because Homer was reading this tweet during the break and it made me depressed. But the injury recap is brought to you by Orthopedic Associates of Wisconsin. There is a difference. Visit orthowisconsin.com today. Homer, they're now the Green Bay boots. Aaron Jones, left foot in boot. Romeo Dobbs, right foot in boot plus crutches. Eric Stokes, right foot in boot plus crutches. 
That's not good. Boot and crutches is uh, never a good thing. Did you say Rashad Gary in a boot, too? Uh, no, I did not have uh, he is also He is also in a boot, according to, I believe, Rob Domofsky, if okay. I just looked at that correct. Fun. Right. A lot of boots. A lot of boots flying back from Detroit today. Not great. Uh, question from the 336. Is well, Rogers it's actually, thumb- if you're going to get hurt, this would be a good time to get hurt. Season's over. I mean, you're not... Yeah. Um, You'd like Dobbs to be better. But... Yeah. Again, you, you want Dobbs. You want, you know, like, like Tao said, yes, I would love Watson to be out there, Dobbs to be out there, just because they need that development and that time with the quarterback. Unfortunately, given the boot and given a second consecutive concussion, likely for Christian Watson, I don't think we yeah, see I, either I, one of them I, for I quite some time. I worry about Watson's career, not about this season. Sure. We head out to Jason and Tosa. Jason, you're on the Green Bay Game Day postgame show. Good afternoon, uh, gentlemen. Uh, the Lions had the worst record in the NFL heading into today's game. They had the worst defense by far heading into today's game. They're brutal. They're tanking. They traded uh, TJ Hawkinson this week. Um, I keep hearing Tosh say that, oh, the run defense was better today. Detroit's running back, playing without mostly their best running back. Swift today outgained Green Bay's vaunted running backs 118 to 66 this was 1970s era packer lions football homer's old left to remember it i am it was brutal the talent on this roster is bottom of the barrel aaron and uh offensively aaron and Devontae helped hide it for many years the rebuild which many including myself believe should have started after last year's playoff loss has to start tonight not next week, not next month, tonight. All right, what do you do? I have, no com- I have no confidence in Brian Gutenkunt or Mark Murphy leading the rebuild. This team has a four-year, $200 million quarterback that they signed this offseason. They are in a world of hurt. There's very little talent. Off- I mean, Amari Rogers, Samari Ture, and Sammy Watkins, if you cut them tomorrow, would be lucky to find the roster. Spot. Now, let me let you know this, just to make you feel better. <laughs> if they got Aaron Rodgers, the Packers would take over $99 million in dead money. That's got to be a record, just a potential record. Apparently, we'll give credit to Goody when they say he thought about it but didn't do it. <laughs> That'll be the next story from Adam Schefter. Exactly. They, they, they thought about trading for everyone. It's like last year when they were 13-3. and three. They thought about making a trade to go all in and win a Super Bowl. They didn't. This team is a cluster. They, I, if I hear one more time, well, they were better against the run. Jamal Williams, who should would be a third, third uh, stringer on our team, leading the charge today. That's a bad team. It's bad uh, uh, against the run. It's bad on offense. It's bad on special teams. Actually, just to be fair, they're not bad on offense. They have not been bad on defense. Detroit's offense, yes. They've been especially good on offense at home. I mean, the Packers are bad. Yeah, Yeah, Packers' offense is bad. Yeah. The Lions were fired up. The the Lions are playing without their number one pick, who's going to be a star receiver, Williams. He's coming back. They have hope. They've traded away picks. They've got multiple first-round picks. Where does this team, this franchise, have hope? I'll hang up and listen. Unfortunately, I don't know if you're going to hear any answer. I, I don't know if we've handed, if have an answer. I for want that. to clarify something, Gabe. I 
Uh, Nicole Menner on Twitter. Rashawn Gary just on crutches. Oh, don't okay. think there's a boot. So okay. I wanted to. I want to be accurate when I make statements. Well, Doctor uh, Tauscher, are you? Do you feel better when someone has crutches and not a boot? Or well, his but his was uh, a knee injury, right? Yeah, I'm not uh, overly excited anytime there's crutches. If you're in a big brace with crutches, it's bad. Uh, boots. Typically, that means high ankle sprains. So that's typically what, or an ankle sprain of some sort. So okay, we'll I'm just curious. And where means. you rank? Sure I don't we'll know how to rank. Little... You rank boots worse than crutches, or crutches worse uh, than boots? Yeah, I would say crutches are worse than boots. That's yeah. what I would say. Right. I feel like I've heard of guys like oh, they just put the boot on as a precaution and Start they were to get able to play. Swelling out and yeah, crutches. They actually you play don't the want next week. On it. Yeah, yes. crutches yeah. is yeah. Crutches are. Ugh. Yeah. Anytime I hear crutches, I, I don't know of too many guys that were on crutches and then were able to play the following week. And especially now they got those sweet little wheelie deals where you put the knee in the little slot. Oh, and you can yeah. I saw that in the hospital. Rather than the crutch. <laughs> I thought somebody so didn't have a I, bad knee. Happens, I just thought they were taking an easy way to get around. Oh, no, no. You got to have a bad <laughs> knee to use that. No, it's Unfortunately, that got popular after my second ACL. Oh, Otherwise, sorry. man, I'd have loved that thing. That would have been fun. Green Bay Game Day postgame is brought to you by Bud Light, America's favorite light lager since 1982. Light, crisp, and refreshing. And ice cold Bud Light is waiting for you. Brewed with four simple ingredients for the highest quality taste. Barley, rice, hops, and water. Pick up Bud Light during your next visit to your favorite local retailer. Enjoy responsibly. 2022 Anheuser-Busch Bud Light, St. Louis, Missouri. We get back to the Boda Box wine line and your calls. 855-616-1620. As Mark Tauscher will have his final segment, we'll do the man as well. That's all coming up next. Green Bay Game Day postgame show. Back after this with more Green Bay game day postgame on the Tundra Trio Radio Network. Presented by Island Resort and Casino. And sponsored by Bud Light. Four simple high-quality ingredients, barley, rice, hops, and water. Welcome back to Green Bay game day postgame on the Tundra Trio Radio Network. Presented by Island Resort and Casino. With Gabe, Homer, and Tausch. And sponsored by Bud Light. Light, crisp, and refreshing. And ice-cold Bud Light is waiting for you. Rodgers, pressure, throwing, caught! Two rays got it on his back! And a first down, now the ball comes loose at the end. Still fighting for it, it is... What's the ruling? Lions are saying they have it. Oh my goodness. This is unbelievable. Wild play, ultimately all for naught as the Packers fall 15-9 to the Detroit Lions on the road. Winning streak, excuse me, the losing streak has reached five games now for the Green Bay Packers. They sit at 3-6 and six, and, by the way, have opened as two-and-a-half-point dogs at home to the Mike McCarthy-led Dallas Cowboys next Sunday at Lambeau Field. That one kicks at 325. They could be a dog for every game the rest yeah, of the season. Yeah, I don't season. know. I mean, maybe or when Detroit they play Detroit again at home, at home yeah. and they're barely a favorite. I, I don't know. I, I really don't know at this point. 855-616-1620 is the Botabox wine line. We go to Dean in Caledonia who's been patiently waiting. Dean, you're on the Green Bay Game Day postgame show with Gabe Nigel, Steve the Homer True, and Packers Hall of Famer Mark Tausch. Hey, how are you guys doing today? Not great. Horrible. Uh, me, me either. Um, I, I've been listening to the show. I really appreciate all the input that uh, the callers that you have had. Um, I've heard the injuries. I've heard this. I've heard that. And, and in reality, if you look at that first half, the Green Bay Packers just, they, they don't have it. 
Aaron Rodgers is off. He bounced one off the helmet. He, he missed wide open Bakhtiari in the end zone. That was well short. The, 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 the touchdown pass that should have been a touchdown pass that was defended because it was a short toss was all Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. I, I've been trying to call in for four weeks and saying, hey, this guy is the problem. And I'll tell you, Matt LaFleur, he needs to fire some fire in this team. There's no passion behind him. Yeah, at, at the same time, with because I feel that's been a criticism of Matt LaFleur. And he doesn't know what to do. Well, but he's, he's, he's not an overly passionate guy. And if yeah. you start doing that, that phoniness comes off, and that's not going to help uh, No, either. I'm just saying he has a fundamental problem, just like we all have. He doesn't know what to do. You've got this incredible quarterback, and your offense stinks. Well, well, okay, let me, let, me, let me step in for a second. He doesn't have this incredible quarterback because Aaron has not been performing as an incredible quarterback all year long. He has been subpar. I understand his offensive line has been depleted. His receivers aren't that great. But when you look back at the commander's game, when he goes to hand off the ball up the middle and he bounces it off the guy's chest, he's throwing the ball short. He's throwing the ball over. He bounced the ball off the guy's head. We don't have a great quarterback anymore. We really don't. And if we want to put everything on Aaron, well, then we're screwed. But, I mean, and if you that, see, we've lost well, five games in a row. But that's 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 the way this team to, was it's built. Time to move on, maybe, and say, "Hey, yeah. it's a rebuilding year." Aaron, sit down. Maybe at the end of the first half, we could send a message to the team as the coach to say, "Hey, Aaron, you're not running this team anymore. I'm running the team. Let's put love in." Because he couldn't have done any worse than Aaron did in the second half. He couldn't have done any worse. Aaron did uh, yeah, nothing all game. I think he could have. Yeah, because, I mean, okay, at least the well, Packers were moving the football. <laughs> I mean, it ended with turnovers. If, Aaron, if Jordan Love had played the entire game, yeah, would they have scored as many points as they did with Aaron Rodgers? I say yes. No. I believe with Jordan. You don't no. believe with Jordan yeah. Love they could have scored nine points? No, I do not. All right. Okay. Up, Tausch. Oh, you're crazy. They definitely would have. I agree with you, Tausch. You're right on the money. That's they would have scored more. That's, I love that's it when Homer. people think I'm Tausch. <laughs> that's an honor. I'm that's I'm the sorry. greatest compliment <laughs> I've ever really gotten on this show. I might be done for the day. I might just go start Have having day. my fireball right now. <laughs> Thank you for the call. Who, what, was, what was our caller? Would name? they Dean. have scored nine points Dean. if Jordan Love had played the entire game at quarterback? Um, I'm going to say no. Oh, God, I don't must think, think so. he's horrible. Wow. Well, I think he's good. He, it would he'd be up against it a little bit. Uh, against this I Detroit Dean, defense. I, I think Dean just gave us our poll question for today. Okay. Do you still believe Aaron Rodgers is an elite quarterback? Dean Dunn. Uh, do we? Put it up there at Tundra Trio Radio, be- Max. Do you believe Aaron Rodgers is still an elite think, quarterback? What do you think, Homer? Uh I do believe that he still is, but not with his, too. not with this group of players. Uh, well, elite quarterback would—he's not playing elite. I think we can all agree on that. Is it the surrounding circumstances that is making him this way? Is it the thumb? Uh, he's not playing elite. Elite quarterbacks aren't putting up nine points against Detroit. They're just not. And if he makes two good throws today. 
You got another 14. You win the game probably going away because Detroit, if they had to throw the football, Goff was a hot mess in the second half. Every ball I thought was going to get picked off. Yep. Balls tipped. There were opportunities everywhere. And Dan Campbell and whoever their offensive coordinator is like, no, 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 no. We're going to pound the football. We're gonna, this is what we're going to do, and we're going to hope. And their hope, you normally would say, you give the ball back to Rodgers. Two minutes, three timeouts against this defense? And I think Dan Campbell was all right with it. There wasn't any pandemonium after they didn't convert that fourth down. No, he so felt, I don't know. He felt pretty confident, and understandably so, and he ended up being right. Packers could not yeah, get the ball into the end zone. Yeah, I just don't know where this poll will end up. Uh-huh. I don't know. People are as down on Aaron Rodgers as they've ever been. Can I let you know that Detroit, in this recent games, had given up 31, 24, 29, 48, 28, <laughs> 27 and 38 <laughs> points. That's what they given up nine. in the previous and seven nine. games. They played good Let me, Hold on. They're Let me great. just tell you. Yeah. The previous seven games, 38, 27, okay. 28, mm-hmm. 48, yeah. 29, yeah. 24, okay. and 31. And today they gave up what? Nine. 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 <sighs> And you're still going to tell me that Jordan Love couldn't have scored more than nine points. Correct. Unless, so you think Aaron Rodgers is the only problem? You take no, out I'm Aaron Rodgers, he's no, the problem. This game, if he doesn't. No, when he, when he throws inter- this many interceptions, yes. Yeah. There's no reason to play. Yeah. And so Jordan Love wouldn't have thrown three interceptions. And they, but they would have won the game with Jordan Love at quarterback. That's what I'm saying. I, I just don't think Aaron Rodgers, or excuse me, Jordan Love would have moved the ball to put them in the situation. Because, again, all three picks came near the goal line, right? They're all Correct. three in the red yes. zone. Right. Like, Jordan Love ain't sniffing the red zone. Well, I don't. I think the offense, I, I think LaFleur would be more comfortable running the, doing the offense with more running uh, than, than with uh, Aaron Rodgers. All so. right. This yeah. is gonna- Make sure. Make sure you guys ask Wildy that question when he joins you later. I'll be fascinated what exactly? to hear what his answer is. The, the Jordan would, Love. The would Jordan they have Love? scored more than nine points with Jordan Love? Quickly, yep. quickly before you go, Tausch, who's the man? Who was the man in the green and gold game? It's time to find out who the man is. The man is sponsored by New Male Medical Center. Guys struggling with low testosterone, ED, and weight loss have had success at New Male. You can too. Schedule your consultation at newmail.com and discover the new you. I have no idea what way or how this is going to break for anyone. So, Tausch, maybe you were hoping to avoid uh, this so you didn't have to pick a man I today. Think I think it's yeah, easy. Yeah, I was thinking but... about bouncing. Uh, uh, <laughs> you know. So, again, unfortunately, part of Green Bay game day post game, we do this, and normally it's always fun. We have a bunch of different players to pick from. Like the last couple of seasons, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, this season's been a real struggle. <laughs> and, and, and that's probably why we're sitting at the position – where this football team I is, because it is a real struggle. Who? Oh, no, Alan uh, Lazard. They, they wouldn't, have, no, 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 they no, wouldn't no. have gotten to nine. He had four catches for 87 yards, he and he good. had a touchdown. Come on. Okay. Well, that's your the man. I don't, see how, I don't see how anybody else can win, but go for it. All right. I'm going to tell you who else, because right, there's one it. player that had more catches than he did, was versatile, tried to move him around, Josiah DeGuara. I'm going to put Josiah DeGuara out there. Yeah, you and do say, that. I'll put him in there. Yeah, because... you do that. Oh, um, that's what I just did. I know. <laughs> Come on. I'm actually. I'm going to throw. Come on, man. I'm going to throw out Zach Tom because I thought when he came in to play that's left well. tackle, yes. 
he yep. he was fantastic. You didn't notice like I you notice when Bakhtiari is out there, you know, just because you're used to seeing him out there. So I noticed immediately when he was back out there for the two minute drive at the end of the game. But to come in and, and do as much as what the Packers have asked Zach Tom to do, and then have to slide in at left tackle and not miss a beat, that's impressive to me. I was thinking of Nixon for the kickoff return. Okay, hey, hey. but I didn't. You could have hey, put him in his honorable mention. <laughs> This is where we're at. This is we're scratching the bottom of the barrel. Tausch, we appreciate it. Look forward to hearing your thoughts after you get to sleep on it and then give more insights during Wilde and Tausch tomorrow morning, 9 to noon on ESPN Wisconsin. Better days ahead, boys. Better days ahead. We've said that before and we're wrong. I know. How bad can it get? You're right. You think it can't get any worse, and it always does. No, this is this Rock is bottom was today. This was rock so. bottom yeah. was today. Scoring nine yes. points against that defense is rock, rock bottom. bottom. Rock bottom yep. was today. I, I'm going to use that. I, yep. I'm going to give you credit. Although, okay. again, if they get pasted by Mike McCarthy and the Cowboys next no. week. Rock bottom would be if you lose to well, Detroit again at home. Uh, no, at that point, you're going to want to lose to them. Yeah. So oh. it would be different. Okay. Yeah. You're right. Uh, Tell us we appreciate it. Ugh. See you guys. <laughs> That's, that sound kind of explains it all. We go to his co-host weekdays on ESPN Wisconsin. Jason Wilde going to join us next on the Green Bay Game Day postgame show. More of Green Bay Game Day postgame coming up next. Presented by Island Resort and Casino. And sponsored by Bud Light. Brewed with four simple ingredients for the highest quality taste. On the Tundra Trio Radio Network. A game day postgame on the Tundra Trio Radio Network. Presented by Island Resort and Casino with Gabe, Homer, and Tausch. And sponsored by Bud Light. Light, crisp, and refreshing. And ice-cold Bud Light is waiting for you. Your key to inside the numbers, inside the hash marks, and inside the locker room. All Packers, all the time. Packers reporter Jason Wilde is on Green Bay Game Day Postgame. Brought to you by WPS Health Solutions. Visit OperationFanMail.com to nominate an active duty service member or military veteran for recognition this season. our friend. He is our teammate. He is Jason Wilde joining us here on the Green Bay Game Day postgame show. We said goodbye to Tausch. We say hello to his co-host and Jason Wilde. He's Steve the Homer True. I am Gabe Knights. Packers fall to the Detroit Lions on the road 15-9. Jason, good evening. Perfect timing. Tausch leaves and I arrive. Yeah. You guys are a great tag team. He tagged you in. Uh, The question he wanted us to ask you, so I want to make sure we ask it right off the bat. Okay. Would the Green Bay Packers have? Would they have scored nine points this afternoon if Jordan Love was the quarterback? My answer is hell yes. Really? They would have won the game with Jordan Love at quarterback. You guys don't know that. Come on. Of course, I don't know that. But <laughs> when he throws three interceptions, you want me to give you the number of points that Detroit has given up in every game? Right, but you know, Jordan Love could have made the same mistakes or different mistakes. He could have. Like, yes. But to give up nine error. to give up nine points or to score only nine points against the Detroit Lions mean you are arguably one of the worst quarterbacks ever. All right, let's look at this. They have given up 38, 27, 28, 48, 29, 24, and 31. And today they give up nine. And your quarterback is intercepted three times. If he's not Aaron Rodgers, you don't even take time debating this. Right, but he is Aaron Rodgers. Not today. Right, but but again, you, that's not – come on. 
this is so like no that's to describe how horrible he was right but you wouldn't you didn't do you honestly think that they should have benched Aaron Rodgers today and no. put in Jordan Love? No. Then what are you doing? Why am I? What am like, I doing what now? Doing? What are, What are we doing here? Why are we like? We're describing so, right. how horrible Aaron Rodgers played and why they lost the game. That's what I'm doing. Yeah, but but you're you're framing it as if Jordan Love would have been better because yes. no one could be worse. Pretty much, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's really, 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 really hard to score only nine points against the Detroit Lions. Yep, this Lions team. Uh, well, you throw two interceptions in the end zone slash red zone. Uh, that is a huge failure. Uh, you fail on some fourth downs, that's a huge failure. Um, look, Rodgers did not play well at all. Um, he didn't. He wasn't quite as succinct as Josh Allen was, but he kind of tried to do a Josh Allen-ish, uh, accept the blame move after the game. Um, but I, I mean, Jordan Love, for all the improvement that he made this summer, was still going against twos and threes and guys that are working for UPS and FedEx right now. So to say that. Jordan Love would have scored more points in a game against number one defensive players, which he did not really go against much during preseason. I just think that's intellectually dishonest. I just think that's preposterous. Like, let's talk about how crappy they were, no doubt about it. But, like, there there are Packers fans that, want to see them go to Jordan Love right now. Like, I just, well, I, it, you, you know that it's a lightning rod choice of how to view this loss. It is definitely to elicit reaction that you bring Jordan Love's name into the conversation. Right? Correct. Yep. I mean, you know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Jason, that's okay. because there are fans out there that after losing five in a row, and only scoring nine points against the Detroit Lions defense that has been historically bad, I think that a lot of people believe the season is over. Now, you ain't making the playoffs. I don't know where you go from here. I don't know how you can be this bad. They, they obviously weren't calculating on being this bad because who, who is? So then the conversation naturally starts turning towards the future. And I guess the question is, for some still, is Jordan Love the quarterback of the future for this team? And that, that's, where, that's why that name, to me, is going to be brought up quite a bit over the next two months. Yeah, well, look, and again, I, I do not want to now pivot to being the Aaron Rodgers defender here. <laughs> okay? but, 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 been, but that's I've what been, we're forcing you to do? Right. I've spent my career being told that I'm not critical enough of him, and he deserves all kinds of criticism today. I mean, by the way, Jason, was, for the record, I think I, they scored zero points with Jordan Love today. I was, thank you. I was, I was colossally disappointed in him for how pissed off he appeared to get at whoever he got pissed off at for a pass that he threw off of a defensive player's helmet. Uh, again, I've been bringing this up for a while, but he is starting to look like 2005 Brett Favre, who just doesn't know how to handle them being this crummy and the things that are falling apart all around him. Uh, 
And, and again, that was the year that I got into a huge argument with Favre in the locker room. Uh, Rogers is his body, you know, there's been times where his body language has been bad and he gets frustrated or whatever else. But I thought today for the first half of the game, when it was him that deserved to be, have, have people getting after him. I mean, he got mad at Toure for not coming back to the one ball uh, late in the game to, uh, I, I was just like, I don't understand it. So you're putting me in a spot that I don't want to be in, but let's take a look at what they have done at the receiver position now and where they were at at the receiver position by game's end, right? Dobbs gets hurt on his 18-yard catch to start the game. Uh, he is their most explosive receiver that they have. Uh, Christian Watson suffers another concussion uh, one week after having one, which Tausch had had talked about during the week, his concern about that, but he made it through the concussion protocol, and, and I certainly would believe that the Packers medical staff is not some fly-by-night organization that just said, we need this guy out there, so we're going to pass him on the concussion tests, even though we shouldn't. Um, Alan Lazard played well, uh, didn't hold on to that crucial pass down the sideline that turned out to be a fourth down, losing the ball on downs if he catches it pretty big difference in the game right sammy watkins is horrendous who was it was it was it, it was Tausch. no that was week? all Tausch. Tausch was all Tausch last week he nailed it just just cut him yep. Yep. cut him he's not he's not doing you a damn bit of good might as well play the young guys who also frustrate rogers to no end but at least there uh there's potential there as opposed to watkins who's just uh, like he's a complete non-entity and then when the ball does get thrown to him and he ran something different than Rodgers thought he was at the end of the game. So, again, they, they have bungled the wide receiver position from last summer and even before that, going back to the 2020 draft, when they didn't stock the position. Like, you could say a lot of things about Ted Thompson, a lot of things about him and his time as the general manager, right? But one of them that you cannot say – is that, oh, he really neglected getting his quarterback weapons. He took a lesson from Ron Wolf, who always said he regretted not getting far enough weapons, and it was an embarrassment of riches. That Sports Illustrated cover in 2011, the year that they didn't even win the Super Bowl, uh, the, no one could put together anything even remotely approaching that cover today. And then they lose Dobbs and Watson, the two highest-drafted wide receivers, and so at one point, your wide receiver group is because Lazard comes out after landing awkwardly or something. Uh, he goes back in. But at one point, their, their three wide receiver set was Samari Toure, who, let's be honest, that Captain Casual story during the week was great. But Rodgers still doesn't like him or trust him. Uh, Amari Rodgers, who Aaron Rodgers cannot stand, he's, you know, I mean, they have the same last name, but, uh, well, I'm not even going to go there. And, and Sammy Watkins, who's, who's useless. I mean, this is where they're at at wide receivers. So do I think Aaron Rodgers is as terrible as he is, as he looked today? I do not believe that. Did he have some throws that were horrendously bad? Absolutely. The Two of the interceptions are 1,000% his fault. I don't care who he got mad at. Um, also, the fact that they decided 
There's another 2005 parallel for you. The fact that they decided <laughs> to try and throw a pass to their to one of their tackles. Um, uh, all they needed was Gray Rugemer to get called for holding on that play to make it a true uh, 2005 rerun. So I, 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 I just think that what we're seeing is that as great as Aaron Rodgers is, we have to at least look back on all those years of his greatness and acknowledge that those guys were pretty damn good players that helped him be as great as he was. Devontae Adams has his own problems now in Las Vegas. They're terrible, too. But the, this idea that Rodgers has suddenly fallen off the table or is god-awful, I mean, I'm sure the thumb is some small degree of, uh, uh, an issue as well. But the bottom line is, is that everything has conspired here, and some of it is his poor play, just flat-out poor play. Some of it is his thumb. Jason, are you still there? Do we lose Jason? I hope not, because I would agree with him. I, I still believe no, in Aaron Rodgers. I'm sorry, I lost you for a second. Okay. Um, so, so it's it's he he has had he has played poorly at times. He has the thumb injury, which is an issue. He clearly does not have ample talent around him. Uh, let's see what happened on the offensive line today. Uh, Runyon gets hurt. Leaves for two series, so Zach Tom is playing. And then Bakhtiari inexplicably can't come out for the second half, but then plays the final series. Like, they, when, when it rains, it pours. And I don't think that Aaron Rodgers has fallen off the table from two back-to-back, two-time slash four-time NFL MVP to they'd be better off with Jordan Love at quarterback. And remember, if Jordan Love was playing quarterback today, He'd have been playing with the same guys Aaron Rodgers was, and that would be an issue. Yeah, without a doubt. Um, I guess when it comes to Aaron Rodgers in the future, I, I, Tausch has known him for a long time. You've known him for a long time. Can you see him walking away after this season or after having a sour season like this? Is he saying, I ain't going out like that? Uh, I would like to think it would be the latter. Um, You know, there are times where I don't really recognize him. um, So I don't, I don't know if I can claim to be enough of an authority right now to be able to predict what he may or may not do. Um, They obviously also are going to have some challenges in terms of building their 2023 roster. Um, but I, I would, I mean, this feels like literally 2005 all over again. This is exactly the conversation we had about Favre. The only difference is that that was a dead man walking head coach at the time where you knew Mike Sherman was getting blown out. Uh, they'd hired Ted Thompson as the GM. They'd stripped him of his GM duties. Uh, they should have just fired him altogether and let Ted hire whoever he would have hired in all, you know, in, uh, in in 05, um, this, you know, uh, I think one of the problems, though, and, and, and nobody asked it directly, and I'm not sure I would have either, but it sure as heck looked to me like on the David Bakhtiari play that Rodgers decided that Aaron Jones needed to be in the game 
instead of A.J. Dillon. Like, it looked yeah. to me like he sent A.J. Dillon off and called for 33. Now, again, not to make excuses for them, but not only are they missing the, their two young wide receivers and Randall Cobb, who's not playing, but then they don't, they don't have Jones in the second half. I mean, do we think do we think they might have a better chance of scoring if they have Aaron Jones available and, and they're not ignoring him in the game plan? Probably. And, and look, the other problem that I, that I would point to is that they, they have the Lions right where they want them, right? They've got all three timeouts. They're on their own 43-yard line. Like, they only have to go 57 yards to go win the game. Like, Aaron Rodgers, with ample talent around him, has been able to do that in his sleep. And then they get to fourth, fourth and or first and ten from what? Where were they? The seven, seventeen yard maybe line, a little bit yep. farther back. Mm-hmm. And they and they go throw to the end zone, 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 with all that time to work with. I, I just I, I and 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 Lafleur, of course, wasn't about to say uh, boo about the decision-making there, but it almost felt like Aaron Rodgers thought with these guys, I might as well just try to chuck it into the end zone and hope that one of them catches it. So his faith in the guys that he has around him, based on his behavior and based on the decisions he makes would indicate that there's not much faith there either. And so it's just this snowball that is rolling downhill on them. But the biggest thing is let's not obscure the bottom line here. They were in position to take control of this game. If Aaron Rodgers throws two touchdown passes instead of two interceptions in the red zone, which he had never done in a game in his life. And then throws a third interception later. Like that is, that is not who he is. So the, if the question is, what is causing him to play like someone that you would actually bring up Jordan Love's name instead? That, that we have to figure out the myriad of reasons why he is Al Rogers instead of Aaron Rodgers. You have a thought? Yeah, I, I, I think that we spent so much time extolling his greatness that we spent entirely too little time extolling how great those guys around him were like, I've always, the phrase that I've always said to you guys is that he can make an okay receiver. Great. Uh, okay. Receiver. Good. A good receiver. Great. And a great receiver, a hall of famer. And right now I don't even know if he has okay receivers. So he's taking guys that are inexperienced and aren't good and trying to just make them okay. And that's not enough. And I just don't think we appreciated just how good Devontae Adams was with him. I mean, this, r- let's not forget that for all the great things that he does, there is a precision that he requires that these guys just are fundamentally incapable of. And I've been saying that since they traded Devontae Adams. I got my hopes up for Sammy Watkins. I clearly had not watched him play enough because he's healthy enough to play and he just stinks. But the, I am in no way surprised that Samari Toure and Christian Watson, when he's on the field, which isn't very often, and Romeo Dobbs, who they lost on the opening possession, uh, when those three are out there, that they are not able to do the things that Aaron Rodgers demands, and that is the correct word, 
of his receivers. And Jordy could do it, and Randall can do it, and Al Lazard does it, uh, but certainly Devontae could do it, um, and they don't have anyone anywhere close to being capable of that. And that, I think, is the number one problem because then his attitude stinks, he presses, he makes mistakes that are uncharacteristic, that are on him, do not excuse him. Those, those interceptions are not those young guys' fault, but I do think the circumstances are part of the reason why he is playing the way that he is. Jason, we certainly appreciate the time. Look forward to hearing more of your thoughts tomorrow on Wilde and Tau starting at 9 a.m. on ESPN Wisconsin. All right, guys. Take care. Be good. Jason Wilde joins us each and every Green Bay game day postgame show. We'll get back to your calls on the Botabox wine line 855-616-1620 coming up next. More of Green Bay Game Day postgame coming up next. Presented by Island Resort and Casino and sponsored by Bud Light. Brewed with four simple ingredients for the highest quality taste on the Tundra Trio Radio Network. From the WTMJ Breaking News Center, I'm Patrick Kane. Three people dead following Sunday. You're listening to Green Bay Game Day postgame with Gabe, Homer, and Tausch. Presented by Island Resort and Casino and sponsored by Bud Light, America's favorite light lager since 1982 on the Tundra Trio Radio Network. Stop, pass time on low. Oh, it's intercepted. Alexander's got it. Jair Alexander cutting back. He's got blocking. Alexander still going and inside the 25. Maybe the spark the Packers needed, Jair Alexander. The interception is third of the year. Jair seemed to certainly think that that was going to be the spark the Packers needed. Indeed, ended up not being the spark the Packers needed and still need another spark. Maybe they need multiple sparks. or no, Maybe made, they just need an entire bonfire. No, knows he made one need. mistake. He didn't score. <laughs> it's on him. It's on him. He's got to figure out a way to get in the end zone. Packers fall to the Lions 15-9. He's Homer. I'm Gabe. 855-616-1620 is the number for the Box wine line, and that's where Randy in Vancouver, Washington, has been waiting. Randy, thanks for joining the pregame postgame, the Green Bay game day postgame show. Hello. What First do you got, Randy? First of all, I, I want to let you guys know I really love this show because a, a friend from Grafton, of all places, told me about it. And so I've been a fan ever since, so that's good. Well, but appreciate it. I'm a I'm a lifetime Packer fan, uh, and then there's a different buddy I have up in Green Bay who actually does the Lambeau chains or did them in the past. And he, when it, when Brett Favre was leaving, he said, "Ah, don't worry about it. Rogers, Aaron Rodgers is the real deal." And I said, "Oh, okay. Well, he was right." And I've been an Aaron Rodgers fan for years, but I think we've been spoiled. I really do. And we've been living on kind of borrowed time for a long time because his era is really coming to an end. It had to end. I mean, the guy's not Tom Brady, and, uh, you know, Brady is a rarity. But what I really had thought was the Packers needed to trade Aaron Rodgers last year and gotten as many draft picks as possible and and just rebuild around, of all people, uh, Jordan Love. Uh, I mean, I have to agree with a couple of the callers that said he couldn't have been much worse. Um, and I think the Packers would have had to run run the ball. And I've been 
suggesting that to my friend back in Grafton uh, all this time. Run, run, run. So, that, you know, I, th- I just think we hoped too long and we stayed too long, and now it's going to be really hard for the people, my good friends back in Wisconsin, who are also Packer fans. Yeah. So it- that's it. Whew. Appreciate the call, Randy, and appreciate you uh, waiting on hold. It's, man, a lot of, again, I, I was hoping that this would be 2006 and you could still rally, but the way I've heard Tausch talk about it, Homer, the way Jason just talked about it, this more and more seems like it's 2005, and if you're following that timeline, even though, again, they fired Sherman at the end of 2005, got McCarthy in here, and that's what I was hoping for, the 06 season where you build momentum and then eventually get there, I don't know if we have two more seasons of Aaron Rodgers. I don't know if we have the well, next year and the year after. I mean, the next year is going to be based entirely on what help they provide for him. I mean, I don't know how anybody can look at it and go, if you believe in Aaron Rodgers, you got to get some players in next year. But if you're Aaron Rodgers, do you believe Gutekunst will do that? Uh, no, I don't. Uh, I wouldn't listen to him, but... Um, but I don't know what he thinks about uh, Jordan Love. If he doesn't believe in Jordan Love at all and thinks Jordan Love stinks, then you might have a chance. I mean, uh, though it means nothing in regards to that they didn't do anything this this year, if there is truth to those reports that he was willing to give up a number one, was that for more in North Carolina? Yeah. North Carolina? Uh-huh. But th- that makes me think it's possible that he would do something in the offseason to help Rodgers. Because all we're discussing the other thing is that he's never going to do anything in the trade line, but he has done some things in the offseason by picking up free agents. Yep. The problem with free agents is everybody now understands the importance of wide receivers and they're just making a ton of money. But, yeah, that's that's the decision to me that would be real easy. You know, Goody and Rogers get together. And if the numbers we have are accurate as far as if you trade him or announce the trade is after June 1st, they can do it, you know. Goody, you're going to get me something? If you don't want to get me something, fine. I'll I'll move on, and I'm sure there's somebody that still believes that I can still play if I have some receivers. And if not, give me some players, and let's give it a shot. Green Bay Game Day post game. It's brought to you by America's favorite light lager. That's Bud Light since 1982. Light, crisp, and refreshing. An ice cold Bud Light is waiting for you. Brewed with four simple ingredients for the highest quality taste. Barley, rice, hops, and water. Pick up Bud Light during your next visit to your local favorite local retailer. Enjoy responsibly. 2022 Anheuser-Busch Bud Light, St. Louis, Missouri. We keep talking about the quarterback. Well, we're going to hear from him in two minutes. Coming up next yeah. on the Green Bay Game Day post Do we have show. the S word? Do we get the S word no, in? No, we, we, oh, we edited that. Shoot. I thought maybe he would be allowed to do it. A four-time MVP. We used to let Paul Horning do it once in a while. Yeah. Well, BS. I mean, it, yeah. I mean, it's still. It's, it's not in the Hall of Fame yet. That's yeah, probably that's, that, that's probably, yeah. But we hear from him without the curse words next. More of Green Bay Game Day postgame coming up next. Presented by Island Resort and Casino. And sponsored by Bud Light. Brewed with four simple ingredients for the highest quality taste. On the Tundra Trio Radio Network. Missouri. WTMJ, W277-CV, and WKTI-HD2 Milwaukee. From the Annex Wealth Management Studios. This is News Radio WTMJ. A good karma brand station. Roger steps away, throws, it's intercepted again! It's Joseph again! Kirby Joseph having the game of his season here today. He's got two off Rodgers. Yeah, 
Post-game show. He's Steve the Homer True. I'm Gabe Knight. So Packers fall to the Lions 15-9. to I knew this was a possibility, but I don't no. know if I ever quite accepted that it was That they would only score nine points? I well, mean, no, I, that, 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 well, yeah. I mean, I thought if they lost, they would be outscored. There was, there was nothing that could have shocked me. Like a tight really? game like this, uh, a shootout, then the Packers blowing out the Lions, the Lions blowing out the Packers, because it's two bad teams. You don't know who's going to show up on any given day. But I realized I thought it was a good matchup for the Packer offense. It turns out that's not I was wrong. It was a good matchup for the Detroit defense <laughs> to get a chance to play against an offense so bad. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah, for the Packers. And there's no defense that exists the way they're playing right now that can be that bad. We'll see what the quarterback thought about it. His presser is brought to you by Ridge Top Exteriors, where customer service is our number one goal. Check them out, RidgetopExteriors.com. Well, he threw three picks today, so that's where the press conference started, him answering questions about those three interceptions. Yeah, it's some <laughs> throws for sure. Um, yeah, the kid made a nice one down the middle, but the other two, you know, I probably should have just checked out of that play and handed the ball off or adjusted the route in the first one. And then, uh, yeah, I just was a little off balance and threw a bad one to Dave in the back. Where are you at mentally, Aaron? All you've done is win for most of your time here. Now you're sitting here at three and six, and you know the rest. Yeah, pretty disappointed. Uh, that about sums it up, Bill. Just disappointed. Went from you know, a team that won 13 games three years in a row to this. How, how did that happen? A lot, of, a lot of things went into that. I think uh, we won a lot of one-score games over those years and haven't been doing that this year. That's one thing. Last, you kicked around pot, at least possibly retiring in the offseason. Is that right? Um, do you at all regret not retiring? I mean, you just there are times outside looking in where you look almost miserable on the field sometimes. I think that's an exaggeration, Pete. Um, frustration and miserability are two different emotions. So um, when I decided to come back, it was all in, and and I don't make decisions. And then, you know, hindsight, 2020, you know, have regrets about uh, big decisions like that. So I was all in, and uh, this is uh, a lot of life lessons for sure this year. Um, but luckily, it's not over. There's still a lot of games left. We'll be counted out, probably by many, and we'll see how we respond. I'm not sure. I don't handle the personnel substitution, so I'm not sure what was going on. Um, I guess we wanted uh, AJ on that play, but. Um, I don't think it really mattered. Yeah, it was possibly there, but if I'd thrown it maybe a little closer to him, possibly that would have been a penalty. I think it could have been uh, illegal contact, but I probably should have put it a little bit more in his area um, to get that penalty. And um, Mario Rogers, was he open? Or? It was tight. 
uh, it was tight. I couldn't really tell. Uh, I had to throw a little early. I couldn't tell exactly what angle he was going to come out. I don't, I don't know what happened, if it was slightly behind him or if it was just knocked away. But, um, but I, I don't know. i got to see the film. Uh, on the one to Dave, I, I couldn't tell if he was open. Even so, was there another option? Uh, there was only two options on the play, but uh, but I probably should have given him a chance. I'll definitely have to live with that throw uh, for the rest of my life with uh, our friendship. You've been pretty you've been pretty optimistic these last couple of weeks, saying all it takes is one. It sounds like there's still a little bit of that left, but how do you? I'm not trying to be disrespectful in saying this. How do you believe that you guys can still turn around after you guys just lost to that team? I've been counted out many times in uh, my life, as have many of my teammates. And I hope we just dig deep and find a way. We will truly be underdogs for many games moving forward. Hopefully we can embrace that. We have two games at home. We've got to go win those two games in a week, and then this thing looks a little different. Are you encouraged maybe by your record against the Cowboys? You've done really well against them historically. Does that add any sort of comfortability to my team? We won a lot of games down there, but uh, no, not really. It's new teams, different situations. Uh, but we have two games at home in a week. It's a hug with Rashawn, all the guys are hugging him on the way out. Is that a bad sign for you that you guys might know something about where he stands or not? I don't know what his status is. I didn't even know he was, uh, what, what happened to him in the game. But obviously we had him go out 87 early, 9, 33, uh, 59 being out, 21. So some significant injuries uh, in that game. Still had a chance to overcome it, though. Aaron, I think you had as many as eight or nine teammates that had exited the game today with injuries. A couple of changes on your offensive line. You were on the one today, getting some first downs. Did that say something to the intensity of today's game or something else? Well, I mean, I played but uh, I never gave up. Uh, and... Obviously, I don't want to lead us in rushing, um, but I knew I was going to have to make some plays in my legs, and that's really the moving forward. I'm going to have to keep doing things like that, but uh, but no, I feel like we never gave up. I mean, we moved the ball well in the first half, and I threw a couple picks in the end zone, took points off the board. So that obviously came back to hurt us down the stretch. You're talking about injuries quite a bit at your locker. You had most of your guys today, and I realize you lost them throughout, but you had most of your guys for the first half, and you still couldn't score. Um, you've scored so many points over the years. What, what do you think's gone wrong? Is it, is it as simple as you don't have Devontae and, and all that, or is there, is there something else to it? I think there's a lot to it, Bill. Uh, but it really just comes down to execution. Play comes in, we get executed. And... You know, there's a lot of things that go into that, but, you know, we had a couple chances for sure. Uh, can't lose a game like that against that team, though. Uh, so that's going to hurt for a while. I don't know if Jim answered, but on the final drive, 
there was that 35 midfield where then it took like forever for the play to start or something. Did you get a feel for what was going on there? And then, then you kind of had a, a really intentionally called a timeout on the fourth down. Yeah, the, the timeout got taken away because they put time back on the clock, and uh, I'm not sure what was going on exactly. They were trying to figure out how much time was on the clock. The ref was talking to me about 122, 112, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then, obviously, the last we had a chance the last four plays. Couldn't get it done. Aaron, uh, the ball that went off against helmet at the goal line, was that just kind of how you would normally throw it down there? No, I mean, it's a tight window down there. The, the issue is it's a semi-blind uh, kind of turn to it where you turn it to the back to fake the handoff to bring the guy up in the line of scrimmage. And and then I'm, I never really saw him. I peeked out of the corner of my eye to see where Allen was, and I'm throwing it. So obviously the bounces uh, haven't gone our way the last couple of weeks. So usually kick out? No, usually just we're expecting him to... Kind of get up in the line of scrimmage with that, with that action. Did your hand get it again? On that? I think it was maybe the touchdown now. Yeah, a couple times. Back the two-point play at all? No, not really. It was more just. It looked like he got grabbed, or you know, I double clutched it. Uh, probably should have just let that go on three. Two more, uh, two more for you credited the defender for the the deep middle interception. What happened on the other two? I threw it off a guy's helmet, and I threw kind of off balance about five yards short. Bad throw. You guys have you've tried a lot of different things on offense to try to get this going. Nothing's working. Is there what's left to turn to? The up-tempo stuff, I think, has been how we've been scoring. So uh, a game like today with uh, 33 going out and 87 going out, 9 going out, you know, we I felt like a tempo was good for us. But uh, we'll see who's healthy next week and what we can do at home. Thanks, sir. Aaron Rodgers after the game. A lot of things to dive into there for the Packers after their 15-9 loss to Detroit. We'll dive all into that coming up next. First, I want to tell you about our friends at Tito's Handmade Vodka. It tastes just as good with tap water as it does with your favorite mixer. Back in the day, Tito distilled hand-bottled, taste-tested, sent to a few friends, then taste-tested again to give you the finest juice around. No frills, no flavors, no fancy labels, just the good stuff. Just Tito's. For recipes, videos, and more, visit titosvodka.com. Distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. 40% alcohol by volume, namely 80 proof, crafted to be savored responsibly. Back to your calls, 855-616-1620. On the Botabox one line, and Homer and I react to the press conference from Aaron Rodgers coming up next on the Green Bay Game Day postgame show. More of Green Bay Game Day postgame coming up next. Presented by Island Resort and Casino on the Tundra Trio Radio Network. This is Green Bay Game Day postgame with Gabe, Homer, and Tausch. Presented by Island Resort and Casino and sponsored by Bud Light. Light, clean, and crisp tasting on the Tundra Trio Radio Network. Second and three. On the fake, Rodgers going for the end zone. It is caught for the touchdown, Alan Lazard. There it is. There's a real good highlight for the Packers. 
Unfortunately, there are few and far between today as they fall to the Lions at 15-9. I'm Gabe Knights along with Steve the Homer True here on the Green Bay Game Day postgame show. Please remember you don't have to wait until Christmas time to ring the bell and put money in the Salvation Army kettle. Donate now at samilwaukee.org. So, one of the biggest takeaways I guess I had there, Homer, of the Rodgers postgame yeah. is him saying the, the up-tempo stuff. Yeah, I loved which, it. Hey, I'm willing to try anything at this point with how bad the offense has been. The dangerous part about that is if you go up-tempo and it doesn't work, Yeah, you're asking a lot of your defense. Yeah. And I don't trust this defense either, but I guess at this point it shouldn't really matter, no, right? Like nothing, you're still losing games. No, nothing matters. And Jason didn't like my discussion of Jordan Love, but nothing matters. Nothing else matters. You cannot win. Scoring the kind of points the Packers are scoring. Nothing else matters. There should be no discussion this week of Joe Barry. There should be no discussion of anything but the offense. Because when you score like this, you cannot win. And you're so... It's an offensive league. Correct. So, But if it, even if it was a defensive league, you're scoring so few. I mean, that's my point with Jordan Love. In terms of that's how bad it is. There's no way. No one knows... What to do because we've never experienced anything like this. Other teams have. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. you know, I said they had to score because the Lions' defense couldn't stop a parked car. I want to apologize because, as, as I have discovered, you can't push a parked car. Um, the Packers' offense is a buried car. They, I mean, it's impossible to describe how bad nine points is. I mean, I'm trying to think, you know, where you can analyze, you know, uh, it's one thing to have an offense that doesn't score against pick any team you want, the Bills. I mean, this defense is horrible. So nothing else matters, and that's what they should say. You can't talk to anybody about anything but offense because it's so bad. And so when you say up-tempo anything, that is going to be whatever needs to be done for the offense to be better than as bad as it's been. That's at least, what we do. At least somewhat competent. Yeah, try to get to 20. <laughs> Let's see if we can get to 20. Oh, that shouldn't be funny. It shouldn't be funny, and yet it is. Because that's how bad it has been for the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, and we've discussed the offense before. But there's no game even close to this. Nope. Uh, so they have, in their last... Whew, since coming back from London. Yeah. Because they scored 22 points in that game. Right. 10 against the Jets. Mm-hmm. 21 against the Commanders, but there was a pick six there. That's right. So it's 14. 17 against the Bills. Yep. Mm-hmm. And nine today against the Lions. So, yeah, yeah, getting to 20, having the offense score three touchdowns, yeah. which doesn't seem to be that big of an ask, apparently is a giant ask. Yeah, and please remember, we not we, the Packers beat Tampa Bay. Was it 14 to 12? 14 to 12. Yeah. How often do you win a game scoring less than 20 points? Not often. Ooh, my guess is not often, yeah. yeah. So Again, I, could have done it again today. I loved, I loved the up-tempo. Yeah, again, just because I'm willing to take any answer and at this point. And that's the only thing I miss about being there is because I said, Aaron, this is, this is one of the historically horrible offenses. And so it's not just like we're it's, – it's different. Yeah. You know, now, and I don't know what else, but, but that's why your point when he said it, yeah, if, 
it's like when he says, I didn't quit, I kind of wish he did. <laughs> because this means they played hard. Yep. Gave it 110%. Scored nine points. Scored nine points. <laughs> against a historically bad against defense. Against a historically bad defense. Uh-huh. Isn't it better if they admit, we just quit? Yeah, I think so. Well, you know, the bus didn't work. <sighs> we got bad food last night. Yeah, we pretty much just, we just tanked and just, no, okay. We- we thought the effort that was there, thought we yeah. played hard. How bad are you when the two-time defending NFL MVP emphasizes, I didn't quit, and they score nine points against a team that's given up 30? 855 is the number for the Botabox wine line. Jeff and Superior. Jeff, you're on the Green Bay Game Day postgame show with Homer and Gabe. Hi, good evening, gentlemen. Thanks for this opportunity. I'm a fan, and I'm a shareholder, and I've been trying to think creatively about what I want to see the rest of the season. Of course, I'd like to see him win out. But I think, it's just my opinion, I would like to see Jordan Love play the, play the first half with the tools he has on that offense and let Aaron Rodgers play the second half, half of the game so he can, you know, come back if we're behind or losing and he feels more intensity trying to win in the final moments. That's what I'd like to see. That's my opinion. I, I like the creativity. I mean, we agree. There's no way anybody's going to play until they're out. Of, they're eliminated from the playoffs. Correct. And, and then we can debate. But uh, after they're out of the playoffs, I kind of like that idea. But which is is, and we can continue to discuss this coming up next. That's the part of this that just feels so empty because when they were four and six in 2016. Mm-hmm. And Aaron Rodgers said, run the table. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a thought that crossed your mind. But, th- you know, there they were also 3-1, and one, had a four-game losing streak, hung with, had a couple of, you know, rough losses. But then you looked at the schedule and you went, you know what, I've seen enough good out of this team. Oh, what, what, I'd like to go back, and I think they were scoring points. This is what's all new. Yeah. And then all these times when you caught fire, it was all because the offense caught fire. You know, was scoring some points. Yeah, so, I don't know that, that I can't think of any of those games. I'd like to go back when... He mentions we ran the table. Like, we're, there's no way at that to that point in the season they were averaging 17 points no, a game. I don't no, think. no, no. So they were, I mean, they won a game against Jacksonville 27 23, lost mm-hmm. to Minnesota 17 uh, 14, beat the Lions 34 27. Yeah, 30. 30, game, 30. Remember, the 30 Remember days. when the Packers used to be able to do that? Right. Back in the day when they could score 30, uh, beat the Giants 23 16, lost to Dallas 30 16, uh, beat. Chicago 26-10, then had the four-game losing streak. Lost to Atlanta 33-32. Lost to Indy 31-26. Lost 47-25. Lost 42-24. Before then, they ran off wins 27-13, 21-13, 38-30, 38-31 to close the And the key when I look at that was, as we've had before, the defense got better. The defense stopped giving up so many points. But there was never a question in that season of... Can we score points? Yeah. Can we... Gabe... Uh, this is uh, Homer from Tosa. Can we? Will we ever get to twenty? Can we get to twenty? Do you think we can score twenty points a game? We had that. We wanted to put the question of how many points against Dallas. Yeah, like zero to seven, eight to fourteen, because that's fifteen a, to twenty-one. Because that's a good defense yeah. versus the historically bad defense they played today. Right, based on their performance against the Lions, they should not score against the Dallas. Maybe a field goal. Oof. All right, we'll continue to talk about the Packers' struggles and hear from you on that Box wine line, 855-616-1620 on the Green Bay Game Day postgame show. 
back after this with more Green Bay Game Day postgame on the Tundra Trio Radio Network. Presented by Island Resort and Casino. And sponsored by Bud Light. Four simple, high-quality ingredients. Barley, rice, hops, and water. Welcome back to Green Bay Game Day postgame on the Tundra Trio Radio Network. Presented by Island Resort and Casino with Gabe, Homer, and Tausch. And sponsored by Bud Light. Light, crisp, and refreshing. And ice-cold Bud Light is waiting for you. Fourth and three. Goff back to throw. Pressure coming. Throws. Low and incomplete. Intended for Amon Ross St. Brown. Pressure from Preston Smith, and the Packers get an enormous stand and a chance to win the game with two minutes to go. Yeah, it was a chance to win the game, but they did not win the game. Packers fall to the Detroit Lions on the road, 15-9, five-game losing streak now for the Green and Gold. They are 3-6. and six. They are tied in the loss column with the Detroit Lions. They are closer, much, much closer to the seller than they are to the division leader, the Minnesota Vikings, who went out and came from behind and defeated Washington this afternoon in the Commanders on the road. So they just have one loss continuously on the season. And I I keep seeing this online, and I saw it earlier today from Andrew Brandt, former Packers executive, uh, writes some stuff from time to time for Sports Illustrated, saying he thinks the Packers still have a chance to make the playoffs. And the, the reason he mostly gives is the fact that the NFC is bad. And you do have to come up with seven teams that are going to make the playoffs out of the NFC this year. But the problem with that, Homer, is every time you start going, well, look at whatever's around you, it's all really bad. That doesn't mean you're good. And that, to me, is... You'll sound all of the alarms because just because everybody else around you is bad doesn't mean you're good and you're going to be one of the teams to rally and make the postseason. Yeah, I agree with you totally. And I'm I'm a little disappointed in Andrew Brandt saying that. Because what you say now is, I'm not sure they can beat anybody. Nope. And the point of that, when I say these and they get negative, people go like, no, I want people to understand that if in fact, they pull it off. It'll be five times more impressive than what they did when they ran the table with Aaron Rodgers. Oh, yeah. If this team makes the playoffs? Right. Absolutely. And so they need to be given that credit if they do it because everybody needs to know how bad they are. And how bad they are is because of one part of the team. The numbers of the defense are very similar to last year. They're fine. Yeah, they're, they're just normal. Yeah, they're A little fine. better than average. Right. And if the offense was like it was last year, I think they'd be six and three. But so my point is, this is Andrew Brad. Come on, this is new. Yeah, this has never been there before. And, and that's the point. you had it. You had Brett Favre a little bit because you knew he was interception thrown control where he could throw interception mm-hmm. to it. But no one ever thought it was possible that regardless of the players that you have. That you can have an Aaron Rodgers offense this bad. Correct. And even when I think of the the times they've missed the postseason with Aaron Rodgers at quarterback, most recently in 2017, 2018. So 2017, he got hurt. You know, they were they were four and one. They go into Minnesota, he gets hurt, and he comes back when the team potentially has an opportunity. They're seven and six. Hunley wins back-to-back games in overtime against Cleveland and Tampa Bay. So he tries to come back early to keep that winning streak alive and potentially put them in the playoffs. Throws a bunch of, which by the way was the last time he threw three interceptions in a game. Mm -hmm. And they lose at Carolina 31-24. But at least during that season, you had the hope, the thoughts, okay, Aaron Rodgers is coming back. 
maybe they make the playoffs. And they missed the playoffs as well in 2018 when it just got really bad toward the end. But you know they, they had a tie-in there with Minnesota early. Um, the offense had been struggling. You know they they put up the twenty two points, shut out Buffalo. Rogers throws McCarthy under the bus. Nothing, that's right. Yeah. Uh, the, the, so, but let me you ask know, you but this: the, but at, you know, at this point, nine games in, there were four, four, and one. Yep. When they fired McCarthy, you still thought, or going into that game against Arizona because they had played some tight games. Well, beat Arizona, they're bad. Atlanta wasn't very good. Chicago, New York, Detroit, like you're at a spot where you really feel like, okay, maybe we got a chance to put something together late in the season. I don't have that feeling. I don't have a feeling. You know of, how I know that right now? Suddenly you know they're going to put it together. You know, you know how I know that. How, how do you know that? When the Packers had first and ten at the seventeen, late in the game. Yep. You didn't think they were going to score. No. Nope. Think of that. <laughs> like you hope they will score. They not only didn't score, they didn't have a decent play. And you, I feel like maybe they should have run the ball, but they didn't have really six run the ball. I, I think that was the worst full collection of plays late in the game on the other team's 17-yard line. Like, how many plays were there? Is there actually a chance to catch the ball? The one to Rodgers, maybe? Maybe. But, but my point is, everybody can answer the same way. There's no way ever with Aaron Rodgers late in the game, unless you were playing the Seattle defense one year, Sam, they're going to win the game. Yeah. They, I'm counting on a victory at what? first and 10 on the 17. Well, not even that. They get the stop against the Lions at, at the 43. Like yes. Jason said, you got 57 yards between and Aaron Rodgers and the Lions. And it was an impressive stop because you figured the defense would screw it up again. Yeah. They make the great play, the stop. And when, when they kicked that field goal to make it 15 to 9 and bring yep. it down to a one score game, I still didn't think they were going to win. I know. I did. Because you had to get A, a stop. Which, hey, they did, but then B, score again, which just seems so damn impossible that it you know, wasn't going to happen. Some of their best drives seem to all be because of penalty. If yeah. they don't get a penalty to help the drive, they're not going to score. Nope. There's always that penalty. So that's what I'm telling Andrew Brown. You've never been there before. You haven't been there all the time you were the Packers unless you were back when uh, the different quarterbacks uh, were there. But first and 10... At the 17, did you think they were going to score? Well, we keep talking about it, so let's go ahead and do it. Our drive of the game. Which drive set the tone for the final score? The march down the field that made the difference. Rodgers. It's caught for the touchdown by Randall Cobb. It's time for the drive of the game. Presented by Boucher Automotive Group. They ride with you every mile. Visit them today at Boucher.com. Touchdown! And usually I defer to you, Homer, but we've just been talking about it. So this that's my drive of the game. Because that tells you how lost, at least I feel as a Packers fan, about this offense. Is that an Aaron Rodgers-led team. Where again, this was candidly... There was a game last year on the road against a pretty good San Francisco team where Aaron Rodgers got the ball back with 30 seconds left and no timeouts and still got them in a field goal range to win the game. And... And you kind of had the feeling after San Francisco scored, everybody was like, ooh, I wonder if they left him too much time, even though Aaron Rodgers didn't have a timeout. And Aaron Rodgers got it done with Devontae Adams. They had the ball with two minutes. The two-minute warning hit. They didn't use a timeout on that side of the two-minute warning. They had all three timeouts left. I didn't think they were going to score. I had, I had zero faith that they were going to score and win the game. Yep. They didn't run the ball once. But I'm not even sure they were supposed to run the ball. But, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm with it totally. That's... That's this team, and it's never. No one has any experience 
in the offense being the major problem, not kind of a problem. Because in the past, it's always been about the defense. The defense can get better. We'll be fine. Because you always knew and felt that Aaron Rodgers could make the play and score. 855-616-1620. Jay and Sun Prairie, you're on the Green Bay Game Day postgame show with Homer and Gabe. Hey, guys. How are you doing? Not great. Hey. Uh, yeah. Not Ten great. points it's is harder to score for... than I thought. <laughs> yeah. It's actually Sockbury. Shout out to our volleyball team. Finished second in state this year. Um, but, hey, I got a question for you guys. I'll put it in two different ways. Um, one, do you or would you draft a quarterback in the first round of the draft in 2023? You look at their schedule, I can't see them winning more than six games. I mean, they're gonna, they could finish in the top ten of the draft for next year. Certainly possible. That would be amazing, amazing, with a quarterback like Aaron Rodgers, you would actually have two first-round draft choices as quarterback during his tenure. Yeah, so it all it all comes down. Now, Jay, I would do it if Aaron, if I don't think Aaron Rodgers is coming back, or if I have the conversation he says he isn't coming back. I think there's the potential mm-hmm. to have some pretty good quarterbacks um, that are that are coming out. CJ supposed to be and, a great, yeah. It's supposed but to be I don't a, know. You don't know how soon those are all going to be gone. Correct. I mean, a lot of times those those guys go in the top five. If you're only in the top ten, maybe you kind of get what's left and and whoever falls to you. It's certainly going to be better than this quarterback draft class where only one went, and that was in the 20s with the Steelers going out and getting Kenny Pickett. I I would seriously look at it if Aaron Rodgers isn't coming back. If Aaron Rodgers is coming back, then honestly, I don't have a first-round pick because I'm trading that that pick for somebody else. If Aaron Rodgers is back, I am trading that pick to get some sort of veteran pass catcher, whether it be a tight end, whether it be a wide receiver. I am getting some sort of veteran pass catcher for Aaron Rodgers if he's coming back. 100% agree. He can't go with a rookie. He does not work well with rookies. You'd have to get a veteran pass catcher and use that pick. I agree with that. Yep. Thanks, you guys. Yeah, appreciate the call, Jay. 855-616-1620 is the Bodabox wine line. We still have to get to our difference-making player of the game, which, again, is always harder when they lose and they're on a five-game losing streak trying to figure out who the difference-maker was. But I've got my pick. Homer and I will make our picks as we wrap up the Green Bay Game Day postgame show coming up next on the Tundra Trio Radio Network. Back after this with more Green Bay game day postgame on the Tundra Trio Radio Network. Presented by Island Resort and Casino. And sponsored by Bud Light. Four simple high quality ingredients. Barley, rice, hops, and water. You're listening to Green Bay game day postgame with Gabe, Homer, and Tausch. Presented by Island Resort and Casino. And sponsored by Bud Light. America's favorite light lager since 1982. On the Tundra Trio Radio Network. Third and 17. Four-man rush. He's just going to set up a screen. It's tipped in the air, and that is incomplete. My goodness. Preston Smith got it. He almost had a chance to intercept it. Yeah, you mentioned it. Gary and Pre- Sean Gary and Preston Smith, they ran into each other. Packers fall 15-9 to the Detroit Lions on the road. Still tough to get those words out, despite it happening almost three hours ago at this point. But let's go ahead and get to our difference-making player of the game. Who had the biggest impact in today's game? End zone, wide open, touchdown, Aaron Jones. Packers on top. It's time for the difference-making player of the game. Rodgers goes back to the other side towards Lassard, who's got it. Touchdown, Packers. Presented by Annex Wealth Management. Know the difference. Start at AnnexWealth.com. 
Have we done this with Packer players only, or have we said... No, if you want to vote for somebody else, you can. Whoever is the difference-making player, however you want to interpret that. If you want to put a Lions player out there, feel free. Because, again, we're in the middle of a five-game losing streak now, so it's it's tough, especially when the offense scores nine points. Yes. Um, the difference... <laughs> you go first. Oh, my difference-making player of the game is super easy. It's Aaron Rodgers. He was the difference in the game. If he doesn't turn the ball over three times, they win this game. He needs to play. How many times have you heard Aaron Rodgers go to the podium and say that he played like bleep? Never. It's first ever. Or said that he made a bleepy throw. First ever. First ever. It's it's that simple. Like that's how bad that's how bad this is right now that he has gone to the podium and he's saying things like that. I I want to say Jair Alexander because he did what he's got to start doing. Yeah, made a play, and he gets made a play. Celebrate now. I have to learn about that. But yeah. but um, it didn't create a win because Rodgers turned the ball over. But I thought that's that's that it made me think that's you need more of that. That guy's a star. He has to play like a star. He made a couple of plays. He's still up to call Terrell Buckley. Yeah, when you're down, ain't nothing. You how much celebration do you do? But I, I'm going to go with Jair Alexander because. Uh, it wasn't enough to uh, win the game because the defense is so horrific. But it's creating turnovers, which which all good defenses has to do, and he has to be- get better at doing that. And he got one with Jair. And I know some people were not happy with him last week, the way he kept jawing and was going back and forth, and for whatever reason didn't match a lot up a lot with Stefan Diggs. But if one of the criticisms that we've heard a lot during this five-game losing streak from fans and the criticism that's out there is that they lack emotion, they lack intensity. Like when somebody makes a play then and he's thinking, hey, maybe this sparks my team, maybe this is the one play we need to get going, I'm, I'm not going to get on him for celebrating it or trying to be that energy or be that spark. Right, and then it's said, you need a guy. You need a guy. I mean, Rogers been there. They need a guy on the defense to take over. You need a guy you look to to be Charles mm-hmm. Woodson was and oh, yeah. doing things like this. Him making plays is what's necessary, and he was the closest thing to the guy. And I'm I'm not going to forget it, though it gets forgotten because of how bad the offense was. Oh, absolutely. Like Quay Walker, I thought made his best play of the year. Yes, like the tackle for a loss, he, third and he, one gets through. Now it's huge. fourth and three. Like even if it's just a tackle at the line of scrimmage, and the Lions decide to go for it, they probably just try to run it again, and honestly, probably get it. But now at fourth and three, you're going. Oh, can't and really if, run they, it, if the Packers win, we're mentioning that play near the top of the list. Oh, without it a required doubt. the defense to do what it hadn't done is. In that, and then what was a tough situation because Detroit had moved the ball. They make that play, and that play gives you a chance to win the game. Like I was hoping the Packers would win, just so we could talk about Aaron Rodgers with his Brett Favre fake. Oh he yeah, that he was at least five yards beyond the line of scrimmage. Oh yeah, without a doubt. And and the one defender kind of fell for it. Like he yes, stopped, and, and he then knew he fell up, for yep, it. He go, was so embarrassed. This looks bad. Like it was embarrassing. He knows. He knows when they watch that on the tape this week, everyone's going to make fun of him. Just like yeah. Aaron Rodgers knows that and he is never going to live. That's the worst part of Aaron to Aaron Rodgers potentially about the interception he threw. The second one is because not only did he throw an interception, but now he's got to hear from David Bakhtiari for the rest of his yeah. life. Then he underthrew Debach by yeah, five to ten just, yards. Just tell me, 12, why in your entire career was your worst pass the one intended to me? <laughs> yeah. He's going to yep. have to live, live with that and literally be, for the rest of his life. And he knows it's true. Yes. Yeah. And there's he has he has no comeback for it. You can't, and, and Rodgers is the king of always having something to 
come over the top with you about. It's, man, I, I just never thought the offense would get so bad where they can't score 16 points against the Detroit Lions. Like, they were in a dome. This is supposed to be where Aaron Rodgers plays well, inside domes. It's perfect conditions. And this yeah. is where he throws three a, picks. A defense where that gives up, uh, you know, 30 points on a regular basis. Yeah. And I actually thought I liked the play to Bakhtiari because it made me realize they're, they're looking for something you to create something. a little juice. You needed to something. Get, to create, you know, to forget thinking about how bad things are. And we could laugh about that a little bit and maybe it, it would loosen it up. Unfortunately, it was not to be. Green Bay Game Day postgame show brought to you by America's favorite light lager. That's Bud Light. Light, crisp, and refreshing. Nice cool Bud Light is waiting for you. Pick up Bud Light during your next visit to your favorite local retailer. Enjoy responsibly 2022 Bud Light, St. Louis, Missouri. This has been the Green Bay Game Day postgame show. When you open a crisp cold-